What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dom Toyota Show podcast. I'm your host, Dom Toyota. We have a great cast with us today. I'm so excited to bring everybody here. We got new people, and we also got some returning people. We got, we're going <laughs> to, <laughs> it's also going to be a free-for-all once again today. So we're going to, we're going to kick it off. I think you made himself jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to kick it off with uh, Chris DeGoat Malik. He's over here to my right. We got uh, Carter right across uh, from me, and we got Andy. He's also a new guy. Carter and Andy, they're they're new people that are coming to the to the podcast, and uh, they're here to join in whatever fun this is. Um, right. right right across the table, we have uh, my wife, Trailer Trash Tristan, along with uh, Grayson and Vanessa. So if you hear them popping up in the background uh, talking, don't be alarmed. That's who they are. So don't be afraid to say hello, guys. What the hell's going on? What's up? Awkward <laughs> silence. Awkward silence. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you're on, get off of it. Dude, I'm on such a high today, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Calm down. But Calm down. No. So, where do you want to start off at? Oh man. So, I gotta get the kind of. Also, too, I got like this little janky video put together that I'm kind of basing our topics off of. So, if I kind of stop and start. There you go. Uh, that's why. But I was thinking that we kind of kick it off with some movie news. All right, so let's start off with uh, some D23 Expo news. Who wants to who wants to start off this topic first? I come on Chris, I I know you want to. <laughs> I got, on, I got nothing on. to say about D23. Come what come no. on. How about, how about you Carter? What do you I'll have to say? I'm disappointed in it. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I'm really excited especially the Star Wars news that come out of it. I mean, Mandalorian trailer looked awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I was a little more lukewarm about the episode nine trailer, but I'm, I'm still excited about you know see if Abrams can <coughs> write the ship. Yeah. You know, well, just, you know. If you want me, to go for it. I'll go. For go it. for it, Chris. We <laughs> love we love when you like go off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Everybody's everybody's hyping up about Star Wars episode nine, the footage and all that. Guess what? Only half of it was new. For what episode? <laughs> episode nine. They showed shit we've already seen before. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, even the show. I mean, what did we? What did we get? Three. We got a shot of everybody staring seriously, and then we got a shot of Kylo looking down at a Vader mask that we've already seen before from episode seven. The only thing that was was new was the uh, the misdirection shot of Ray holding the double lightsaber. Wait, we'll yeah. get into that. We'll get into that. We have a Star Wars segment. The uh, Marvel news. Marvel news. Yeah, that was that was disappointing to me. It was. I mean, even I mean, a lot of people said it online. It was stuff that we already knew. Yeah, we already knew that it was is. coming. You know, what about um, and the Obi Wan news was not great because we already knew that. Wait, save well, that for the Star Wars. You asked me about D twenty three. What's your take on it? Uh, I'm the new guy, so I have no take on anything. No take, no on, take anything. on anything. No, um, I'm, the Mandalorian trailer was awesome. Uh, I'm Star Wars geek, so I love the, the episode nine. Right. Really, it was kind of a teaser because he, he said half of it was old stuff yeah. to generate a. What would you What did you call it, Chris? Uh, 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 all All it was was just it was just a way to get people talking. That's all it was. Yeah. But it was a clickbait uh, trailer. I mean, all the all the crazy stuff that's in there is uh, 
is talk-worthy in the Star Wars segment. So, did you guys see the new... Man, they truly got her front and center, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. We'll get into that next. Jesus. Uh, what did you... Did you guys see the... I, I, so, I should have put it up on the screen, but I didn't think about it until on my way over. Um, they released the, um, the Onward trailer for the new Disney Pixar. They released that at uh, oh, D23. Okay. So, it's pretty much... Tro- <laughs> How do I? Don't ask me about. I don't. It. I, I don't know it. if they're. I don't know if they're trolls, or um, don't care. Or elves. No, it's actually pretty interesting, because they're trolls or elves or whatever they are. But they're it's two. A mixture. Yeah, it could be a mixture. It's, a, it's like a fantasy. Yeah, it, it's it's a fantasy world. Uh, Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, great pairing. They yeah. can't hear this, but. <laughs> Um, my thing is, it, the story is about two brothers going on an adventure, looking for. I mean, I think their dad died, and they're looking the way to, looking for a way to bring their dad back for one day to spend with them. So every other Pixar movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the trailer looks awesome. I I kind of felt, you know, feelings for it. But then again, I'm a wimp and I have feelings for everything. So. <laughs> No comment. Come on, Chris. <laughs> no comment on that. Uh, another thing that was shown at D23 was the first official movie poster for um, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Sex sells. <laughs> you think so? Uh-huh. That's the whole reason they did it like that. Why? No, I'm, 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 I'm asking look, why. Look at her. I'm, I'm really not, like digging the design of the poster. I mean, the only interesting thing over here is you have David Harper. Um, I don't know yeah. I don't know who he's playing. Has Guess that been confirmed? Guess who bought 48% of the tickets for Captain Marvel? Women. This is for men. That's why they did it like that. That's why the poster looks like that. Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet, Black Widow, front and center, sexy as hell, looking sexy, with a girl on the side. It's for men. It's for men to look at and go, ooh, nice, I'm going to go see that in theaters. So is that why you think David Harper is yeah. kind of shied away? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a marketing thing. That's what Disney's trying to do. They're trying to bring out... Because they know women are going to go see it because it's a female-powered movie, but they're trying to get the guys into it, too, because um, only, eight, like I think it was like 14 or 15% of ticket sales were by men for Marvel, especially after Brie Larson made all of her comments. Right, yeah. So they're trying to get men back into the... knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. So why do you... Wh- Let's look at the outfit here. Why do they... I mean, that's not a traditional Black Widow costume. If this is supposed to be an origin story... It's not. It takes place between um, uh, Civil War and Infinity War. Oh, so oh, this takes place in the in the five-year gap. Yeah, five-year gap. The blip. Okay. Yep. The blip. Tristan goes <laughs> the blip. Go. The blip. So, why are we just now getting her movie? As, as my, wa- my wife always asks, she's been in the MCU since Iron Man 2. Why are we just now getting... Her movie. Why did Captain Marvel get go, her go movie? Go look up an interview she did with Howard Stern. She didn't think she was going to make it past the Avengers. Really? Yeah. He asked her, he goes, how many films did you sign on with them and everything? She goes, when I signed on Iron Man 2, I thought it was going to be one movie. She goes, they called me back and said, we're going to make the Avengers. The what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said on Howard Stern's couch in the interview. It's on the, it's, he asked her, 
she has her short hair and all that. It's from like 2017 or 18 is when Infinity War was about to come out. That's all she said. She was like, I didn't know I was going to be doing any more movies. They didn't sign me on for like a five, six year contract. They signed me on for one movie, Iron Man 2. I did it. And then they said, hey, you want to come back? For what? And she goes, I didn't know there was going to be anything after Iron Man 2. That's what she said. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then they, she said that she didn't hear anything about any solo movie until uh, right after they shot Civil War. They said, hey, what if we did your Civil War? And she's like, really? The only thing is a little bit too late now. She goes, I mean, we've already had how many movies with me? Whatever. And the reason why, I mean, I don't know what you think about this because you're the comic book dude. I don't know that much about comic books. I think the reason why they haven't done an Incredible Hulk standalone movie is because of what the Russo said after Infinity War. Every Avengers movie that has had Mark Ruffalo in it as Hulk, if you really look at it and watch the movies carefully, it's his own standalone movie. You piece every single scene together and all that. What do we get in Avengers? Him and Tony Stark are talking. He goes, he goes, he goes. I read your file. That, that much, that green shit should have killed you. And he goes, oh, so you mean the other guy saved my life? Like every time he's talking to somebody about something, it's a part of his past. He, it's like every scene that he's in in all the Avengers movies, it's like his own standalone movie. Interesting. Like, like listen to the dialogue and watch the scenes and all that. And he's literally talking about his life. Like you're, you're getting pieces of his character throughout all the movies. And that's what the Russo said, because they asked him on a on Sway the radio show on Sirius XM. They asked him, "Is like, you know, like, you know, how come you, how come we can't get a Hulk movie? Is it because Universal owns the rights?" And Mark and Mark Ruffalo and the Russos have both said, "Like, oh no, it's because uh, we decided to do Hulk's like Hulk's story inside the Avengers movies. So all four of those movies and everything, you see his arc." Going from here to here to here. And all that. Yeah, it could be a, ske- a scheduling type thing, or maybe they're they're just gun shy because the first two Hulk movies didn't do. And then a lot of people feel, and then a lot of people feel like they uh, the the Russos kind of dissed on the Hulk and Endgame because they didn't because really, they didn't go full Hulk. I don't know. Well, I mean, but I don't know anything about Professor Hulk, but anything. But I thought it was funny. I mean, at that point, you really don't need the Hulk to go full race. Oh, they wanted him to. They wanted Hulk to go after Thanos. Like, everybody online wanted him. They he, wanted tr- he tried, but he, he backed out in Infinity War. In the beginning of Infinity War, he, Hulk goes after him and he backs down. He shies away. Yeah, but he didn't go full Hulk. Like, Red Hulk. Like, full, like, nasty Hulk. Okay, like, Red like, Hulk. You were going to say Red Hulk. Red Hulk and Green Hulk are two different Hulks. <laughs> right? Yeah, I believe so. You got. Yeah, I'm not a huge Marvel fan, so, but I think they are. Yeah, you got, so you got Grey Hulk, you got Red Hulk, Green Hulk, uh, there's a Gold Hulk, and um, there's. Gold there's Hulk? Yeah, there's a Gold Hulk. Yeah. Right. Well, there's, I see where you're coming from because in Ragnarok they did the Planet Hulk storyline. Yeah. There you go. But, um, That's what Taka uh, Ta- 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 uh, said. Yeah. He said, he goes, oh, there's no reason to do a Planet Hulk movie. We already did it. And everybody's like, what? He's like, he goes, watch Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. He's like, watch it, listen. He goes, you're getting his story. You're going to find out where he's been, find out what's going on with him, how he's evolved. He yeah. asked about Nat. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, it's his story. His yeah. story is in every single one of those movies. It's just broken up into scenes. Yeah. But you know, originally in Infinity War, they were going to introduce Professor Hulk. That's why the CGI looks so bad at the end. I got, I got, I got a big they, drop. They said, they said uh, it, was, it was too much for the storyline. They wanted to wait, so they put it in the, the blip, yeah. as Tristan says. So, <laughs> yeah. so there's, we have... You want, you want your mind blown? Yeah. How about you? Sure. During the shooting of Avengers, the production, guess what? Kevin Feige actually wanted to introduce Spider-Man. He actually wanted to introduce Ant-Man. And there was even a, a point where uh, Josh Whedon actually wrote it into the script. He shot the scene and deleted it from the movie. He said it does not exist no more. It is now gone. Wait, for what? They, they shot a CGI scene of Captain Marvel at the end of Avengers. 
the first Avengers. The very first Avengers. Oh, wow. A CGI version of her, in uh, like a digital version of her, because yeah. they wanted to introduce her already that okay. soon, and they cut it out because Kevin Feige said it was too much. It was too much in the movie to make sense. Okay, let's CGI characters. And that's one thing I hate that the Marvel universe does is the CGI characters. Black Panther is not a real suit. It's CGI. Spider-Man wasn't a real suit. It's CGI. Uh, Ant-Man at times is CGI. Why can't they make these suits real suits? I mean, look at all the previous Spider-Man suits. They were all real unless they needed to be CGI. Why didn't they do that for Spider-Man in the MCU? And still, in the Sony MCU movies, Far From Home and, and Homecoming, his suits are CGI. A very rare... Is it a real, authentic suit? Now, as far as Iron Man goes, that was a. Uh, there were suits in the first one. Yeah, right. Like full suits. Yeah. And then there was like pantsless suits because he could move around better. And then they, I think it just eventually it, it went further and further because it was easier to shoot and he had better his, range of motion. His and nanotech. Yeah. It could also be oh. cost. I mean, you could yeah, always yeah. think it'd be cost. But I don't know Multiple if that had anything to do with it. You know how much Infinity War cost to make? It's insane. It's insane. Almost $400 million. Wow. For Infinity War? Yes. And Endgame was over five. So I thought I had a notebook with me. Oh, right here. Okay. The return shows. I didn't yeah. want to move it because the, the cable might go. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. So far, we're, we're so good. Okay, Chris, I'm sorry. Keep going. That's it. That's all I said. Okay. I just find it crazy how everybody's like, oh, my God, it's like the biggest movie of all time. It also costs probably more than any movie ever. What was? <laughs> That's what, I read something about Hobbs and Shaw today online that pissed me off. Oh, how it's such a success, but it's yeah, actually a bomb well, for the box office. It's, it's now grossed over $600 million worldwide. Yeah, and look how much it costs to make, man. It costs like $300 million. That movie <laughs> bombed. I didn't even bother seeing Hobbs and Shaw because it's not the fast come, come, and the come to me. Come to me when you got a movie that costs $20 million and it makes five hundred. Then come to me. <laughs> oh, I love that shot. The reason why I love that. You like that? You like what I, I did there? I say about it. it comes out tomorrow morning. Can you go back for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you saw anything. Can you go back? Oh, uh, for the. My bad. No, you're okay here. Okay. Chris, Chris got my attention. Hey, let me. I'm blaming on Chris. Dr- uh, drops tomorrow morning. I Whatever think nine ten. What is this in the background right here at the top? Has anybody seen it? Oh, that the villain. That is um. Gosh. Ah. Oh my God. I uh the time time out time asker. Is that who it is? Hold on. Um, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Thank you. Okay. That's okay. who it is. Yeah. But oh, they said that they said in the footage they showed it at uh, Comic Con or whatever it was that they showed it uh, that she's fighting him in one of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they said you look pretty good. I don't know. I, like I, I want to see this movie, but at the same time, actually, is it a is it a streaming service? It's going to be a. I trust uh, uh, is I, don't, it, I don't know. I don't know, I don't gonna know gonna if it's going to be a movie or a TV <laughs> show. I guess we'll find out as we go. Yeah. But then I don't think it's getting a theatrical release. I think it's just hitting uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. What? The Black Widow. No. It, May 2020. It comes out May, the first Friday in May. Right. But I'm saying, is it going to drop on D, uh, Disney Plus as a is TV show or is it going to be a movie? It, no, it's going to be theatrical. Okay. It's going to be a regular theatrical run just like anything else. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in order... Now, to watch my Marvel movies, I'm going to have to have Infinity War, Black Widow, and then Endgame. Yeah. Will they bring Captain America back as a cameo, do you think? Steve Rogers, did, you know, no. part of that five years. You don't think so? He said on Twitter today, he said, uh, he said he goes, people don't realize this, but he goes, after Civil War, I kind of wanted to step away, but I was already signed on to the Avengers. He said him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. were both done. He said they felt like they were burned out. 
Robert Downey Jr. says that about every Marvel movie he makes, and then Marvel backs up this truck <laughs> to his front door, releases all this money right. right on his front porch, and then there you go. So You know, the only one that had the balls to say no was Michael Keaton for Batman 3. He was the only one that had the balls to say no to the studio. They offered him They offered him the max that anybody's ever been offered for a lead role for a male movie star, whatever time that was at the time in 94 or 5, 15, 20 million or something like that. They offered him that much money to come back for Batman Forever. He said no. He said, I'm not doing it. So then, then they went out and got Val Kilmer. I actually like Val Kilmer as Batman. He wasn't bad. I liked, right. him. I liked him. Yep. He, has some, yeah. he has some pizzazz. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the Val Kilmer train, so I was like, Val, yes, he's you know, the, the, uh, like <laughs> he, could, he could have done no wrong after Tombstone. Now you're all going to look at me like... I'm still he get no Oscar nomination for that. He was robbed. As we're on the Batman topic, do you think they'll bring back the bat nipples for Robert Pattinson? No. They have to. They, had, no. they learned their lesson. I mean, Batman takes place in the 90s. Got to bring back the... 80s. Ba- the 80s? Batman, the new Batman. Matt Murray said he's making a 1980s uh, noir. Is that going to line up with our next topic that we're getting into? The Joker movie. No, separate. Separate universes. Separate universes. Yeah, this is going to be Top, a standalone. Yeah, Top Phillips said this is a standalone movie. Has nothing to do with Batman, and a lot oh. of people are mad about that online. They're like, I mean, what can you can't do a Joker movie without Batman? Like, By the way, uh, the we're leading into the Joker. If you haven't got into that, uh, understood that yet, you probably have. But the new trailer drops tomorrow. At have what seen, time? Have y'all seen the images online that Warner Brothers is releasing? It's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. For the Joker? Yeah. No, and, I haven't seen him yet. You go to Twitter and you look on anything. He opens his icebox and he steps in and just chills in his icebox room. And then there's a shot where he's where Todd Phillips posted on his Instagram. He's walking around the corner of this building outside and everything, and it's raining, and he's just walking up the staircase, all sad and mopey and all that mm-hmm. while But you hear music like, and then it just shows Joker. It's badass. I'm trying to I'm trying to look for it and pull it. okay. So, do you think they will eventually incorporate this Joker into the DCU? No. Or no. do you think Top we're going to stick with Joker? Top, Top Phillips has already said no. He said this is a standalone product. It has nothing to do with the DCU. He said the only reason Warner Brothers signed on for this and all that is because they felt like they had a good story. And Joaquin said that he was not going to sign on for no you know, franchise thing or anything. He said he was going to uh, portray this. And um, he's he's in an interview. I can't remember who did the interview with him. Filmsomething.com. There's an interview um, somebody posted on Twitter through FilmWire or IndieWire. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is on. And they said, how did you compare for this? He goes, because I watched a lot. Of, this is weird. I watched a lot of tapes where people were acting very psychotic but in a fun way. Like, like psychotic laughter and yeah. he said he watched he watched like old documentaries and shit of, of people in mental institutions so damn Carter my question for you is is uh, is Joaquin Phoenix gonna end up dying after he plays the Joker oh, oh sure hope not <laughs> <laughs> and not to get uh, brutal or funny or anything but then like okay. oh it's already, it's already premiered at Venice it's the trailer's already premiered. No, the movie. The movie's already premiered at Venice. Really? Yep. Really? Premiered this past weekend. Oh, at the, at the film, film festival. Yeah. Venice Film yep. Festival, yeah. yeah. It won the prize for best film. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. They said it's the front runner for the Oscars right now. Is what film, uh, the, 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 what do you call it, the, the, the council or whatever at the festival. Whoever not votes on the stuff, that, you know. So you don't think... I think he's going to get nominated for best actor. So after this movie, my question is, you don't think we're going to lose both Joaquin, uh, um, Phoenix Brothers? <laughs> Oh, that's so loud. Oh, my gosh, that's so loud. But I didn't think it was going to be that loud. Yeah, that is know. that is really loud. Um, I'll turn it down. Hold sorry, on. guys. 
he started he started showing the trailer. That's I didn't have enough time to get the trailer up and throw in here that I wanted yeah. to. Um, what is that? It's a, it's a, this is what Warner Brothers put online. It's just a little video of him on the staircase. They took a snippet oh, of them. Yeah, show it so everybody can see. Yeah, just him acting, just, yeah, it's just him acting goofy and crazy. What do you uh-huh. think is happening in that scene? What What do you think causes he's be- him to? He's becoming the Joker. I think that's where he becomes like he's taking on the, the what's the word? The persona. Persona. He, yeah, yeah, he's taking. He, he's like going full. He's like, one of lost me- his, method actors. Yeah, he's going full. Lost his mind now. Oh, all right. So we got some food. Hey guys. So we're at the. Let me see. Uh, the 20 minute mark we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna pay some bills and uh, we're gonna get some sponsorships up in here and then we'll be right back with you and we'll continue to talk more about the Joker when we return alright guys and we're back uh, from that little sponsor break that we have going on uh, any more on the on the Joker I know we talked off, off oh I could talk about the Joker all night right <laughs> okay okay um, yeah, okay yeah go, go for it Andy is, is, is there any uh is anybody, at least here, I know I am, uh, not really liking this interpretation of the Joker. As far as the trailer goes, it seems like they're going to humanize him in some way. Like, you know, he was just this carefree guy, this ex-comedian, stand-up comedian that, that was turned into the Joker. Now, me personally, I just want batshit Joker. I don't care where he comes from because he's, he's the Joker. He's fucking crazy. Well, I, <laughs> I think, think we're going to see that. Yeah, I think we're going to get with the R rating. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I think he Ledger was, you know, was, was a little restrained with the PG-13 rating. And all oh, that. yeah. I think he's, yeah. Because it said in here, it's going to have sex, it's going to have nudity, it's going to have drug abuses, all that. It's going to have adult, like, content, adult themes in there. Yeah. And it's got strong violence, like yeah. graphic violence in there. So some shit's going to happen. And I understand, uh, you know, I, th- I, I don't know, uh, I've never read The Killing Joke, but I understand I haven't that, either. that this yeah. kind of goes the, off The, the Killing, killing joke. joke is... It's a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it, it does. It kind of follows this, where he's he's just this. Well, I'm it, not going to say Joe Schmo. Is it that one that Hamill does the voice of? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, in the movie, the, 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 the movie. movie. That they did? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, who, who's do? Uh, that's not. What's Mark his name? Uh, yeah, Mark. Ham- yeah, yeah, yeah. I Mark thought Ham- it was. Luke um, Skywalker is the Joker. No. <laughs> right, but there's been also other, like, um, actors that have done the Joker voice. Oh, well, yeah. he's the most yeah. he's the most famous one, I guess, just because how big of a hit the killing joke was. Yeah, because it was yeah. a comic book first, and then it became the movie. Look, right. as as long as this Joker isn't like Caesar Romano or, <laughs> Cesar or Romero. Romero. Romero, yeah, sorry, get it straight, Romero, man. sorry. As long as he's not like him or Jack Nicholson, because I. I don't know. T- tell I me like both of those. T- tell me both? if you agree. Tell me yes. if you agree. Jack Nicholson was the was the movie version of the TV version we got of Romero. Jared Leto was a was a copycat of that. Yeah. Heath Ledger was a different style in a modern temporary type style. I think what he's gonna do is what Heath Ledger did, but on a the, the famous line from Michael Caine in uh, Dark Knight and everything, he goes, some men just want to sit back and watch the world burn. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to get from him in this movie. I okay, he's so, going to be like, fuck the world. Right. So let's kind of... Um, Man, I'm ready for this trailer. Let's <laughs> this, this, this think about something for a minute. Yeah. This is a one-off, right? Right. Standalone, yeah. that's it. Uh-huh. Are we going to see him die at the end? No. 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 You don't think so? No. I don't think so. Just because, just because of the character. There's going to be some hint of him thwarting Batman. It's going to be some kind of So hint. you think Batman is going to be mm. a, I don't think a he's reference? Be, no, no, I, think we'll see, I think we'll get a reference to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I think Bruce Wayne Do you think that's who it is in the trailer, the little oh, kid? The kid? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. He, looked, he looked about, what, 10 years old in that shot? That's about the time his parents got killed. Or a little bit after, actually. 
Also, the killing joke, right? That's when the Joker comes out on stage and like takes the machine gun and starts blowing people out on live TV. It was like a talk show, was it? Or what comic am I uh, trying to remember? Because I know the Joker did that one. He went yeah, on. Yeah, like they were talking about the Todd Phillips was talking about that at Simicon because a journalist asked him uh, about that. Like, are you taking this from like one of the particular comic where he where he m- m- murders where he goes on the talk show with Robert De Niro's character like that that he's supposed to be betraying? He uh, he. That's he, Dark Knight Returns. I think. Is it Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Dark Knight Returns. He Do comes think- down on the stage and somebody somebody said online when the first trailer dropped when he when they opened the curtain and he's sitting there doing his little move and all that. De Niro's like, hey, and a lot of people were like, oh, what if where's that? What if that's where the strong violence could be? What if he's about to murder some people and all that? I was like. Could, it could be. It I don't could know. Be. I don't know. Because ap- apparently the rumor has it that when he goes on the show, he gets laughed at. Like they're they're like, oh, you're a joke. You're you're a, you're a fright. You're, you're you know, get out of here. You're you're nothing. You know, and it like and it, you know, the wheels <laughs> yeah. start turning. Before we get off the Joker, I just wanted to ask you guys. I'm not, I should have brought this up earlier. Um, had anybody heard about this AI Batman movie script? No. Some, AI Batman script. Yeah, this guy has this AI bot and he showed it like a thousand hours of Batman movies and then told the bot to write a Batman script. Okay. And it's hilarious. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, they show they only show like the first page of it, but it is it's 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 crazy and it's awesome at the same time. And we can talk about that on the next one. Appar- apparently there's a the Ben Affleck script floating around for his version of the Batman that he wrote that he's supposed to direct. Apparently it's supposed to be like crazy, yeah. like violent crazy. But I mean, if you think about it, it's it's a robot basically. Yeah, they watched a thousand hours of Batman movies today. It was like okay, and then was told to write write a write a, uh, a script. A was that the was that the the yeah the, 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 the yeah. Fo, fo, whatever you call it was that the thank you yeah that was gotcha all right perfect so we're sitting here and we're kind of like eating as we do this podcast you know it is what it is we always do this you know that um, I'll send you guys the link to the thing if I can find it thank you. Look, this looks perfect. Damn. Do you want some? Mm. You oh, should. no, no. I'm looking at that. I'm like, because I'm not usually a Canadian bacon person all that. It actually looks pretty good. Is that a small? Yeah, it's a small. Okay. I don't think I've ever had Canadian bacon. Really? Yeah. The next topic that we're going to talk about is probably going to be brief, but yeah. uh, Sony versus Disney. <laughs> Sony versus Disney. <laughs> Gentlemen, thoughts. Chris, I know where you stand, but what's, yeah. your, what's your, if you had to sum it up in one word. Fuck you, Disney. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so loud. Uh, did Did you see that thing? No, it was reported. It's not that confirmed man. that, that uh, uh, Sony wants $10 billion just for Spider-Man. Yep. What did you think about that? Well, see, they offered. They, they, there was first a, a rumor like a few days ago that they uh, that they were like they, like like people thought they were just playing around like, yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, let's just throw a number out there see what happens. Uh, right. Like they threw out like you know hey we want four or five you know whatever for Spider-Man all that. Some a rep from Disney went on Twitter say, claiming they were a rep and everything saying well there's sources saying that there's board meetings on that where Disney would actually consider buying Spider-Man from Sony. They already but own the merchandising for that, rights for that amount or just there, there's some people that feel like that they, that, they, that Disney. It would be worth it for them that Disney could uh, could buy a Spider-Man for for fifteen twenty million they or billion or whatever. All all of Lucasfilm. That's all Star Wars. I think it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Too. I'm not 100 percent on that. For four not, million not, dollars, the distribution rights still go to Paramount. Okay, yeah. Does but, it really? Yep. Paramount still owns the distribution rights. It's uh, and what was that? 2012. I can't remember when when that happened. Oh yeah, the, the sale of Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2012. But still, I mean, $4 billion. That was when the first movie came out. All of Star Wars. And they want $10 billion just, just for Spider-Man. Just for Spider-Man. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't see it because I mean, you know, we talked about this before. You know, they don't make that much money off the Spider-Man movies, even if it makes eight hundred to a billion dollars. You know they why, make. You know why they don't? Because they're sharing it with Sony. If they owned it all together, they'd make more. Five percent. But guess, the, guess, uh, how, and the merchandising. Guess, and the merchandising. guess how much money they're making off the merchandising for Spider-Man alone? I have no idea. In the last two years, they've probably made probably close to fifteen billion dollars on Spider-Man merchandise. Really? They've already they, made they their own, money back. They, they own it all. They own yeah. all the merchandise for Spider-Man. Sony don't get none of that. Oh, regardless of no, regardless of they weird. drop out yeah, of the so, video or not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's there corporate, was a corporate a par- war. It's capitalism. Yeah. Okay, so I, I mean, on topic, but also off topic at the same time. Stanley's daughter came out and said that uh, Marvel and Disney didn't appreciate Stanley at all, or or you know, um, the, the same daughter that was trying to embezzle <laughs> money from. Yeah, That's I what know. I was saying. A lot of people were coming out like we didn't even know Stanley had a daughter. It's like, where's this chick coming from? I had no idea. But at first, I was um, Disney. Disney Dis, Disney is the Donald Trump of movie studios. I'm not gonna say that they're not the big dog and they don't act like the big dog but at the same time you can't be Sony and be like okay well you know there, there's a reason we, we gave Spider-Man to the MCU he's not going to let me bring this up I'm going to bring no, it no, up no 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 okay at first I was very heartbroken about oh, this this has nothing to do with that but it, it has nothing to do with Disney but not this this is why I don't like Disney okay. he, he probably doesn't think it's really really true true he probably thinks there's some like little bit embellishment there going on you know where I'm going with this. I think I do, yeah. <laughs> Tarantino mm-hmm. is still pissed at Disney because Disney literally called the Arclight movie theaters. Tarantino already had a contract with them for a three-month run of The Hateful Eight in their theaters. Disney uh, Disney head, whoever was, that, that was, I guess who whoever decides when it goes out for the, you know, the, you know yeah. all that stuff. Somebody contacted Arclight and said, "No, you're taking the Hateful Eight out, and we're and you're going to put uh, the Force Awakens in there for two straight weeks on every screen you got, or you don't get our movie at all." Because they wanted to put it on two screens. Because Arclight's, I think, a smaller theater. It's like you're only going to put. We only want. Uh, we only got on two. No, we're, you either show our whole thing for two weeks, or you don't get no no Disney movie at all wow. and all that. And the Arclight's like, sorry, Quentin, but they're they're, they're threatening to pull all their stuff out. And all yeah. That. And everything. Quentin was so mad. He went on how much how story goes. Webby, he goes. He goes. I got a call from my rep, and I got a call from the studio that was releasing Hateful Eight and everything. And he goes, and they told me they they talked to a they, they talked to the movie theater, and that's what the movie theater told him. We can't put your movie in there because Disney's demanding that The Force Awakens be shown in every single theater on this many screens for this long, or they pull their movie. That's crazy. And I heard that, and, and, and Howard Stone's like, is that true? And, and Quinn's like, he goes, that's what the Arclight owners told me, that's what the rep told me, and that's what the studio told me. And he goes, and Hateful Eight never showed in any Arclight theater, even though we had a contract with them. Wow. So, Damn. transitioning from uh, Spider-Man into Star Wars, we're now in our segment of Star Wars movie news, which is everything <laughs> in the world of Star Wars. If you think comics, books, whatever, you know, it is what it is. So, I love that you're wearing your uh, Bubble Fett t-shirt. I was going to wear my Star Wars shirt today, but I realized I had a big stain on it. So I was like, nah, I can't wear that. Chris is shaking your head over there. Andy. Uh, so I got a little treat for you guys here, and I figured we can quickly go through and dissect. Um, There's only one thing I want to talk about with this. All the other stuff is eh. Okay. <laughs> See, I'll go for it. So, I have here the Mandalorian trailer. As a surprise, I know you guys probably seen it already, but 
I figured we can kind of watch it, go through it, and dissect it, what we think this is, and uh, kind of pick it apart piece by piece real quick, because uh, we're already at that 34-minute uh, mark, which is awesome, and, yeah. you know, we all have work in the morning, so I'm trying to push the show along a little bit I'll quicker. I'll call for a wild card. <laughs> okay. I'll all right. for a wild card in the, uh, in the Mandalorian. All right, so here we're we gonna, go. We're going to get a de-aged Luke Skywalker. You think so? <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm I, calling I agree. It. I agree. So I'm calling it. Here it is. The first, the first thing. I love the shot, the head of the stormtroopers on. That, that is, that is badass. Also, uh, you guys listening at home or wherever you're listening to, if you want to pause the podcast, go watch the trailer, and then come back and listen to us talk about it. You know, awesome. They so, spent they spent an average of ten to fifteen million dollars per episode. Really? That's that's more than Game of Thrones did. It's Apollo Creed. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that is Apollo Creed. Yeah. And doesn't the ship remind you of Firefly? It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw this trailer, I thought it was Serenity. Right. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. It's got a little bit of Rogue One. I thought that, too. Yeah. And this takes place about six to seven years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Do you think we're going to find out who... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll find out. You think so? Yeah. Does he die? No. You don't think so? You not don't the, think not the start of the series? It's series now. No, no, no. Unless, I'm saying, I'm like, saying at the end of its run, leading into episode seven. Probably not, because they might do more stories with them. That shot looked brutal. Mm-hmm. Who is that in carbonite? Like you said, like you asked. I think somebody from the Clone Wars. You think so? Yep. Jar Jar. Jar Jar. <laughs> the most hated Jar Jar galaxy. In two galaxies. <laughs> the Mandalorian trailer. You know who's originally supposed to play Jar Jar? Luke, Michael Luke, Jackson. You yeah. told me this oh, the other God. day. George Lucas met with him in 1995. Michael Jackson? He said, he goes, he goes God. how would you feel about playing a digital character in a Star Wars movie? And he said, who's your asset? He goes, he goes, but why would I want to be digital? Then they wouldn't see my face. <laughs> would he Would he have could done the ma- voice, though, too? That's that a horrible be, impression. That would be could you imagine if Jar Jar Binks... Walked, talked, act, and looked like Michael Somebody Jackson. Had some on the, and then danced. <laughs> on the, on the you know there's going to be a dancing. Right. <laughs> I mean, he moved like him, kind of, you know. Like, you know. <laughs> on the making of uh, Phantom Menace and everything, somebody asked uh, the producer, Richard McKellum or whatever, like, he's like, why did George want Michael? And then he goes, because he would sell tickets. Because he would be like, oh, Michael Jackson in a Star Wars movie? I think that would do the opposite, though, wouldn't it? Like, I mean, because now, around, yeah, it, it, around that time, then, I don't know. It depended if it was the same look. Like, if it was the same Jar Jar, but we got the Michael Jackson voice. It, it, it yeah. depended on how it would come out. Misa, Michael Jackson. Because oh, didn't they, did, didn't they uh, the, the guy that was Jar Jar, the actual guy that yeah. ran around, wasn't the voice, was he? No. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Was it? He was. I thought it was a synthesizer. Well, I thought he did, they did the voice else or oh, okay. Now, I know that he wore a mocap suit the whole time, like, yeah. with the dots and all that. Yeah. The one you're getting from work. Oh, 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 yes. Thank you, Grayson. Uh, so Grayson, in the background, just told my wife uh, that I already requested and got dibs on the Star Wars Episode Nine IMAX poster from you AMC see, Movie Theater. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> if it's that piece of shit, no, thank you. I mean, no, the IMAX one will be different. I hope so. So yeah, and that's are. that's gonna be a the only thing big I like, the only thing I like about that is Palpatine. The Emperor, yeah. Everything looks cartoonish. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't baddest motherfucker ever. Also, so we're kinda past the Mandalorian a little bit if you haven't got that point, and now we're looking at the poster for episode nine. 
up on our screen. Are we going to backtrack to the Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, we can okay. still talk okay. about the Mandalorian. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, we can backtrack. Yeah. Do you want me to put the trailer back on again? No. 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 I think. No. So what do you think of this costume? I think it's awesome looking. It's very yeah. shiny. Yeah. I agree. I it, think it, doesn't, it doesn't look used. I think it's very interesting that John Favreau brought back. Um, gosh, what the hell's the name of the gun from? The Christmas special, Bubble Fett had it. Oh, yeah, his oh, rifle. Yeah. His rifle. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called, but yeah. I, like I cheated and I watched the breakdown of, like of, the, of the deal so I could be prepared for this. That's okay. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Farm Boy Luke's rifle yeah. from New Hope. Yeah. Well, John, John Farrell did say D23. I heard him on, uh, he, he, they, they released a little thing on uh, Twitter about it uh, where he said at the panel uh, when he came out, he's like, if you are a fan of the original trilogy, he goes, we got you. So <laughs> that's all he says, we got you. Do you think audiences and, and people would have been so divided over The Last Jedi if John Favreau stepped up and made The Last Jedi? I wanted him to make The Force Awakens. Say that again. Hmm? I, I, I say that again. <coughs> Instead of John Favreau uh-huh. developing The Mandalorian, right? what if he did Episode 8? Instead of Ryan Johnson. He Instead said, of he, Ryan Johnson. He said, do you think it would have been the same reaction? I, no. I think Favreau would have done a lot better job. Yep. I think yeah. I was wanting oh, Favreau. Yeah. I was hoping Favreau <coughs> would have done seven instead of Abrams. I'm, serious, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just being dead Look, serious. We've talked. We talked about this before. J.J. Abrams is really good at setting up a franchise. He's really good at well, walking we'll find, in. We'll, we'll find out in December if he can close. Right. He's he hasn't been good at closing he a franchise. He said the final shot of episode nine will blow your mind. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. He's, somebody asked us, like, "What can we expect from the ending?" He Carrie said, Fisher dying. He said the last shot will. Nope. Yeah, I've heard They're that. not going to do that. They're not going to do it. You don't think so? No. I think we're going to see a force ghost of I, I everybody. Think, I, think, I think she would have died. I, this is going to sound weird. I think. When she did the whole, like, witch? No. It, <laughs> I'm going to get some looks for this. I think I think, she, I think she. I think her character in the movie would have died already if she hadn't died in real life. I think they're only carrying her on because they're trying to honor her memory. So they're doing the Paul Walker thing. Maybe. I think they are. I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I, I, that's what I feel like they're doing. I feel like they're only because a lot of people said online after uh, Abram said, "You know, she's the heart of this uh, trilogy." I was like, "She was never the heart, the heart of the original one." Everybody always went to Luke. Luke was supposed to be the hero, and, I, yeah. and they're like, "Well, I can't. This movie be Leia's." And I was like, "I'm not saying it can be." Yeah. But the, four, the the Star Wars movies have always been about government politics, the Force, Jedi versus Sith, all this and all that. Right. Leia never used the Force. She never studied the Force. It was always about Luke and yeah. his connection to the Force and all that. Right. And them using footage of her from Episode 7, I don't agree with. Because that was stuff they shot for that story right. for Episode 7. But they also talked about they ran into a problem where they had to take the digital body standpoint. That shot that, we saw, that we're about to see yeah. in the trailer, that is a Digital Carrie Fisher. Wasn't there a big backlash about that right after she died? Because yeah. uh, her family said no. Yeah, and, what and then they turned around said, and they said yes. A lot of the fans were like, "We don't want to see a, a, a digital," because they did that in Rogue One at the, at the end. Yeah, with the young Leia. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it looked okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought, it looked okay. I thought they did a great job with the target. Um, they got too close Tarkin. on Tarkin. Yeah. yeah, they got too close on him. They, they did Leia kind now, of far away. Here, here's my thing. Now that the movie's on Blu-ray, it's aged a little bit. You play it up on your on your TV at home. I, I think it looks fine. I think it does the uncanny. Rogue yeah, Rogue oh, One. I liked Rogue One. I liked it. The uncanny. Yeah, the uncanny valley didn't bother me at all. 
And when I saw Leia at the end, I mean, true story. Um, for anyone that's listening, Princess Leia is the first person that I ever masturbated to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you know, as Chris is rubbing his brow. But, hey, man, I'm, I love Star Wars. Oh, excuse me. He, he loves. Uh, she, uh, Carrie Fisher yeah, was my first love. <laughs> yeah, he went for it. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> the force was strong with him. <laughs> Return of the Jedi was paused on a spot for a long time. <laughs> that's, about the, that's about the only redeeming quality of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, so have, have you ever met any of the actors from the, any of the movies? No. No? Not at all. Met any of the actors? Yeah. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I've, I've had the privilege of meeting Carrie once. You met Carrie? Yeah. What was she like? At one of the shows. She had a, there was, there was a bunch of shows up in Plano, Texas. Uh, started about 1997. And she was one probably early 2000s. I met her then. What were you doing at the time? What was I doing? Like, like, what, what was your involvement with? Like, how, how did, you, did you just? Like, what kind of show was it? It was a comic book, comic con type show. Really? Along with Star Wars actors. Yeah. I didn't know she was that big into comic book stuff like that. Well, they had a bunch of people there. Carrie Fisher and yeah. Mark Hamill's always been yeah, about for brief, very, very briefly. Oh, okay. She's not the only one I met. But yeah. Was, you know, this is wow. We're on the top I remember of the she was on her cell phone, <laughs> and she was uh, talking to her daughter or something, arguing with her about something, and she just kind of <laughs> signed my poster, and there you go, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this will be lost on Dom, but uh, I, I actually met uh, Bob Lilly. Didn't know it at the time I was a little kid. Really? Bob Lilly? Yeah. I'll be dang. <laughs> he, uh... Um, I don't know who he is. <laughs> it's all, it's all right. <laughs> I told you to get lost on. It's he, all was, right. he was. He uh, was. What is it? The seventies. Oh, the Cowboys' first draft pick. Yeah, late late seventies, yeah. early early yeah. eighties. Yeah, so he was. He was a Dallas Cowboy in, in <laughs> what he said. He uh, retired in seventy four. Seventy four, really? Damn. When he retired, he uh, he had some kind of connection to Waco. I know that he came here, and I was going to uh, the school, um, it was a private school, St. Mark's. And uh, he had something to do with the school, and I remember this is cool. This this is gonna tie into the Star Wars world. Okay. Um, we we were having a Halloween costume thing, and of course, me being the Star Wars nerd I was, I was Darth Vader, <laughs> and I think I won. But he was like the judge. He was like standing behind us and like holding us, like, yeah. and everybody was like cheering for whoever they, they wanted to win. Yeah. And but I had no idea at the time. I was a little kid, and I was just like dressed up as Darth Vader. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> so. I brought on... Uh, me, and my, me and my brother met one of the Eagles. For real? Yeah. I met the Eagles plenty of times. <laughs> Are you talking about the band, the Eagles? <laughs> or like the football players? <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> okay. As a, as a Cowboy fan, let's not go there. <laughs> the band. I grew up in Philadelphia, so... Uh, the band. One of the band, mm. one of the band members actually lives in Dallas. Oh, the Beatles. Beatles. Okay. I'm wait, to wait. Did you say the Beagles or Eagles? The Eagles. The Beagles. The, the Hotel California. No, <laughs> it's a cross between an eagle and a beetle. <laughs> it's a beagle. Oh, man. <laughs> so my janky little. You say that reminds me of that scene from Dumb and Dumber. 
Which one? <laughs> He's like, it's, it's, a, it's a man's combination of a, of a bulldog and his shit <laughs> Oh, the bullshit? Bullshit. Right. <laughs> She's so, like, oh, do you breed? He goes, yeah, I breed. And I goes, oh, what, oh, what kind of breeding do you? Oh, mostly doggy stuff. <laughs> so th- this little trailer that I brought on is, uh, oh my gosh, okay. My, like, charger thing. Sounds like Morse code. Yeah, it's like, it's like acting up. <laughs> there we go, that should be fine. So this is the recent Star Wars D23 trailer that was released. Special look. Special look. What You're right, because it's not a trailer. Special teaser. <laughs> what if, new footage. We'll just say that. Oh my gosh. Stop it. What if... Hal <laughs> <laughs> uh, from uh, 2001. Like, oh, sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> what are what you if, doing, Tom? <laughs> oh my god. Every time I speak. There we go. Okay. What if... Everything that we see in this trailer, oh my lord! What is, what is it doing? It up? <laughs> it's it's like the charger needs to be fixed, but it's another here here or there. Stop saying what, what if. if. Stop saying what if. Everything that we see in this trailer, in this, everything we see here. What if this is the final shot of episode nine? What? All of this stuff right here. No. And then it, at the end, it kind of it goes over everything, and it just shows. All the all the people no, we lost no, as a Force Ghost, no, no. and Ray is seated. No. Um, um, I'm glad you brought the Force Ghost up, thing because I think that's what the final shot's going to be of Episode Nine. I think that's how the movie will end with the credits rolling at the end of the movie. Episode Nine is going to be all the Force Ghosts. I think oh, we're going to okay, say. So who do you want for Anakin? <laughs> I want Hayden to come back. Give give him another shot. He really? he, he deserves it, man. Okay. He got he got yeah. done wrong by George in the prequels. He he deserves yeah. another shot. Well, Mark Hamill be a uh, Force goes throughout this whole movie. He's gonna be in the movie. I don't think he's gonna be in there that much, though. You don't think so? No. I think uh, they're just focusing on this new cast. I think. I think. Uh, I think it's gonna end with either Ray or somebody like looking this, out. What if that's the Kessel Run? Just saying. <laughs> the Kessel Run. Look. Okay. Wait. Can we pause that for a minute? Yeah, let's pause it. Let's pause it. Okay. Fucking uh, with a female Thor right there. <laughs> I know. I know. Let's back it up and talk about. Um, pruning, you know. <laughs> you're right. What if that is um, C-3PO? His eyes are red. Yeah. He's evil. Isn't he based? He's. Wasn't See, somebody, there a droid somebody, like that? Somebody brought that up. Somebody brought that up. They're like, man, what if, what if, uh, what if uh, the uh, the emperor's got something on him or something like that? Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, well, now the emperor's gonna possess a, uh, a droid. I was like, nobody said anything about possess. Nobody said anything about possess. What control. If he, what if he? What if he? What if he sees him? He puts that chip. He puts a chip. He has a chip in him, a clone chip, and he turns him on, and he's 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 um, reprogrammed. And then and then also in the poster that it released, or in one of the trailers, it shows C three PO with a Gatling gun. Yeah, I thought it was a bowcaster. Was it a bow? It's one of them. One of them is the bowcaster. Yeah, it's one. I don't know. It's one of them. But. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that yet? Uh-uh. In the teaser trailer? Oh, yeah. Where, he's like, whatever he's shooting. Yeah. Uh-uh, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. And they're like zipping by real quick. Okay. I'm talking about the poster one, the per- first poster. Okay. They're they're the gun. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Let me see, let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> Episode 9 original poster, right? But it could be mislead also. 
I was going to say rewind. Or just a, a great way to sell toys, right? First, uh, <laughs> right, well, I know none of y'all are familiar with the current Star Wars comics, but there's I'm a, a, I'm, I'm, I don't read them, but I'm a little, I, I know what's going on. There's an evil protocol droid yep. in, in the current uh, run of comics, and he's called Triple Zero. He's a black droid. Yep. Yeah, and they he's got the red eyes, They talk about him on Jedi Council. So. Do you think that's what they're doing? I don't know. They're trying to introduce more comics into canon. Yeah, but this is stuff that they should have introduced in. Yeah, you are gonna really think I'm reaching here, but you know what I think might happen if, if they're going clone, if they're going like the clone direction with Ray and all that. I think there's a chance that Palpatine's trying to create a Darth Revan, Darth Bane. Hmm. Maybe. Now the almighty, powerful, ultimate Sith thing and all that to to you know take control of everything. I think the clone things play Over, out. I, I would be disappointed if okay. Ray is a clone. I know everybody wants to go. I, I wouldn't mind. No. I wouldn't it's, all, mind it's it. all in the books. It's in Lords of the Sith. It's in all the books. Plagueis, uh, Plagueis gave him the idea for the clones. And in the clone uh, Attack of the Clones movie and all that, he's even telling, there's times where he's talking to Anakin and other people and all that. He's like, he goes, uh, clone, we, we, clones could actually benefit us and all that. He's the one that created the clone army in the Clone yeah. Wars. And yeah. Clone Wars and Rebels and all that, you hear him talking and slowly you hear him talking to, uh, uh, to, uh, thought about it and everything it's like you know like we have so much power with these clones it's un, it's un, it's unreal and what a lot of people don't know is there's an actual secret Sith temple underneath Jakku under, underneath the desert of Jakku yep okay. and there's Sith artifacts down there and that's what Kylo Ren is searching for Emperor crashed his star, his starship destroyer before the Empire Strikes Back or before Return of the Jedi crashed into Jakku that's what you see in Force Awakens when she's driving by a rider and all that you see the Star Destroyer and all that yeah. that's where the Death, the Death Star crashed out there too uh, well the, uh, the, the other one a lot of people think that uh, uh, Palpatine stored some stuff there that he was hoping she would find okay yeah. so Carter my question for you yeah. because you you read uh, the Star Wars comics right and I, I just started kind of with uh, the Darth Vader uh huh how do you think Palpatine comes back for episode 9? Over or under? 50%. 50% in the first beginning of the beginning of the movie or towards the end of the movie? I think he's rebuilt somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Do you think it's going to be I think a... they're, they're, they're searching for something... You know, you see the, I think the there Death might be Star. references maybe a little early on, like not yeah. his like, name, but I think there might be clues, like people, like little nuggets that people know the like the movies and all that, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, what is that?" And then I, I'm with him. I think he's gonna probably come around halfway, and then by the end of the movie, you're just gonna uh, because J.J. Abrams said that in this movie, the heroes face an evil they've never faced before, and it will challenge them in a way they've never been challenged before. So I think that, I think they have to take on Palpatine. I think Palpatine at the end presents some kind of a some kind of challenge to them. I think that's indoor. I agree with indoor. I think here. they go back to Hoth. You think so? I think so. This is the Death Star right here, the one that crashed. JJ Abrams said nine will wrap up will connect to all the movies. I think they're throwing a little bit of everything in from every single movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about this shot right here. That's a that's a nod to the prequels. Is it? Oh, the, the, the staff. I think Ray's little staff that she's always carrying around. Yeah. Yep. What if that's that? That's the, that is that. I guarantee you. That's what Star Wars Theory said on YouTube. He goes, I guarantee you that that right there is uh, is her uh, staff that she's been carrying around the whole time. She found it in the Sith Temple that she did not know was a temple. It also could be, you know, like when Luke goes down in the cave on Dagobah, he, when he faces that Darth Vader, yeah. this could be some kind of vision. Like it could be a test. It but be a but test. do we want another test? 
Every, every Jedi gets tested. Yeah, she has to be tested. Every Jedi gets really? tested. See, a lot of people thought that was going to be in episode 8 when she went there with Luke and all that, but it wasn't. She was searching for her identity. She was hoping right. there was going to be answers there. People thought it was going to be her challenge or whatever, but it's not what it is. Is there any way you can rewind a little bit? Or yeah, I'm trying to see what that room is or where she's at. Trying to see what that is behind her. Just looks like some stone walls. Or Pause, right? Nope. Oh, come on. <laughs> silent, silent, silent. Yeah, that's interesting. You, what this? Is no, this? keep going. Make it wait till it zooms out. Does she? Does she have a scar? Uh, that might be the light. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just the light. You think it's a? You I think, think it's, it's a light. light. What yeah. if? What if she gets a scar like Kylo Ren, or like Anakin? Let's keep going. Okay, now pause. Okay, we're paused. Hmm. Where is she? How come every time I talk, this thing goes off? Probably a Sith temple. If, you think? It, it, possible. Possible. Maybe that's where she confronts Palpatine. See, a lot. Some people are thinking that she's. Uh, I think it's an interesting theory. Some people think that she goes to the dark side for just a little bit to challenge him, mm-hmm. to try to to try to convince Ben of what of what the, you know of, you know of what the dark side really is. It tries to pull him back. Here, here's that the was, thing. She tries to go dark to try to take know. off. She tries to go dark and thing to be like, look, Ben, this is what this is what it's gonna be. Do you really right. want this? Oh yeah. Thank you, know? you. This is what it does to you. What about the title, The Rise of Skywalker? I like it. The only, unless it, Ray is some no, form of Skywalker. I don't think she is. being redeemed. The only Skywalker that's going to be left, if they don't kill Carrie in the, in the movie, they're not gonna, yeah, they're not gonna is, is going to be uh, uh, Ben. Yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be redeemed. You ready for this? Yeah, we'll Go ahead. Hit me. You ready? Yeah. Who said that? Who said that's the only Skywalker that's left? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you and another. I talked about this. No, <laughs> no. What if? What no. if? And we talked about this, Chris and I. What if instead of calling them Jedi, they call them Skywalkers now? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I, that's not what I'm talking about. What if there's, there's another? What if there's another Skywalker? Yeah, there's a possibility. Oh yeah, um, Mara J. What if Luke's got a kid? Yeah, but he would have said something though. Eh. Would he? It depends on how close he fell. To the, he fell the, with the Jedi. He fell with, with his nephew. You know, they weren't supposed to be. He fell know. with his nephew. Maybe, uh, maybe his, maybe his daughter or son's out there well, somewhere. Just trying to protect him. Maybe yeah. he's trying to protect him. I will always go back to that vision sh- part at the end of her vision seven, where you hear Obi Wan talking to her, say, "Ray, you just took your first steps." She knows Obi Wan somehow. They've met or something like that. She has a connection with Luke and Obi Wan somehow. Okay, you talk about Obi Wan. With uh, with you and McGregor coming back for the Obi Wan, that's what show. I really want to talk about. I'm with, ready for that series. Obi Wan, I'm ready for it. That comes out in 2020, but eight episodes, eight hours of Obi Wan. If 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 um, could you imagine if only four was good out of the eight? <laughs> <laughs> that would you're, suck. You're a bastard. Um, with with you and McGregor coming back as Obi Wan, do you think he's going to make an appearance in nine? Yeah. I think he'll be a force ghost. And do you think, Maybe. do you think they're gonna mesh his face with Alec Guinness? No, they'll, they'll just make him. They'll just make him look older. They'll just like beard and all that. You don't like, think they'll no, use Alec no. Guinness's likeness? It's gonna be it's gonna be too much digital stuff to do. I mean, he well, you can hide it in the force ghosts I, I, stuff I, like I, that. I know that, but I think I think what they'll do is just they'll, they'll kind of like what they did with Luke and Last Jedi. They'll they'll just like make, with the beard and they'll just they'll make him look older. That's one thing I didn't like. Because no, no, when I'm you present with, yourself saying, as a force ghost, yeah. 
you need to come back looking like the previous Force Ghost. How come? I mean, even look, though he was a, look a projection. At, look, look at look at look at uh, Hayden Christensen in Return of the Jedi when they re-updated and all that. And George, everybody asked George like, why did you? Why, why is Anakin young as a Force Ghost? And now he's dead. And they're like, it's like because he's returning to the form that he was before he turned evil. And this is the, how old he, he was. Still good. This is how old he was when he was at that point. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I could have just be that he. Uh, made himself younger because he knew he was going to face against Kylo. And Kylo hadn't seen him until he looked younger yeah. with, with the darker beard. Yeah. My whole thing is, too, with the Return of the Jedi. Okay, so he goes back to looking young, Anakin. You know why they do this, right? Well, yeah, you know the toys. The no, 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 you know why they do this, right? <laughs> Look at what we're doing. We're speculating. They, well, get, they, they, they got people talking. Yeah. But my whole thing is, why are they going to make Anakin young again? Luke doesn't know what Anakin looked like. Jesus. You know, when he died. Does, no, that, does that make well, sense? Well, because An- when Anakin turned to Vader in 3, he was still kind of young. Right. Right. He basically stayed the same way, except for getting a little bit older and all that, as Vader and all that. What George is trying to say is, the moment he was still good was at that young age. When he when 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 he redeemed himself in Return of the Jedi, he... George was trying to say that he goes, the Force Ghost Jedi that he is is going to take the last mirror image of him when he was still good. Right. Not getting as an old man and all that. Yeah. I I don't think Hayden's a bad actor. I think he's okay, but... I, I think George was a bad director. But George was a bad director. <laughs> Do you remember what I told you about when he said everything? It's like, I don't know what I told him the other night on set and everything. George Lou looked at him. He goes, he goes, are you ready? He's like, yeah. He goes, um, he goes, how, how you want me to, how you want me to do this scene and all that, like what I did last time? And he was like, he goes, okay. Master Morton. Yeah. Well, no, he told uh, Hayden. He goes, well, this scene, you're supposed to be really, it's supposed to be a real serious scene. You're supposed to be really emotional. So act emotional. That's all he told him. Act emotional. You're in pain. Act emotional. There you go. Yeah, you're in pain. <laughs> act emotional. Okay, so we're gonna kind of. Uh, I mean, we could sit and talk about Star Wars all day. I think Vader's coming into Obi Wan series. Yes, because Obi Wan and Vader met. Everybody's like, no, one more time no, before Episode Four, because Obi Wan goes, Vader, we meet again. You're more machine than man. So how would it goes Obi- back to Return of the Jedi? The two lines Luke says to him on that that little thing before they go meet the Emperor and all that. He goes, "There's still good in you, Father. I can feel it." And everything. he goes, "Oh, Obi Wan once thought as you did." And then the other line where he uh, where uh, Obi Wan's talking to Luke and everything as the Force goes, he tells him. He goes, um, he goes. Why didn't you tell me, uh, you know, the truth like that? He goes, well, it was the truth from a certain point of view and everything. And he's like, he goes, you lied to me. You, to, to, you know, you told me that he killed my father. He goes, well, he goes, he's more machine now than man. Because everybody's always bringing up those two lines. He's more machine now than man. And Christian brought up, and I completely agree with him. How would he know that? How right. Would he know, they met how before would he, episode how four. How would he know who he was? The last time he saw that guy, he was burning to death. And he thought he was dying. How did he know that he was more machine now than man? Because Darth Vader. I found you, Anakin. Darth Vader's I the baddest you. in the galaxy. He's, he's going to get but he news. Does, but, it's going to be on Star Wars it, Twitter or yeah. whatever in the galaxy <laughs> far, the question, far but away. It's like Darth but, Vader. But here's the thing, he's though. He's got brand new legs and arms. But the, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Nobody knows who Vader is. Right. Except for the Emperor. Emperor's the only one that knows that's Anakin Skywalker. Obi-Wan Kenobi does not know who Vader is. He doesn't know that's Anakin. He thinks that's just a new, a new person. Remember in episode four when he's talking to Luke in his little house and all that, he goes, how did my father die? He pauses and he goes, a young Jedi named Darth Vader and all that. Ewan McGregor said that George Lucas told him on the set of, of Revenge of the Sith and all that, at times, you, uh, Obi-Wan is lying because he doesn't, because, you know, it's like there's things going on that he doesn't want to accept or whatever. I think, I think in four, 
when he's talking to Luke and everything, he already knows everything, but he doesn't he doesn't want to tell Luke that because oh, he's, yeah, he, absolutely. Yeah, because he doesn't want to he doesn't want Luke to like be like, Whoa, that's my dad and all that like I, I think he meets up with Vader somehow, and I think he's like, you know, he's like, you know, you, you killed my apprentice while I think, and he doesn't know, and then Vader reveals to him, is like, he goes, no, it's still me, I'm, you know, I'm Anakin Skywalker or whatever, because they confirmed it, Bob Iger said that um, uh, the series, Obi-Wan Kenobi series, is going to take place about um, eight years after Return of Revenge of the Sith, so that's about halfway, halfway. yeah, halfway, so... so I don't know. I don't think. I mean, so Luke would be. It, so Luke would be about eight, nine years old. You know, it could all be retconned because I don't. I don't think that Star Wars was meant to actually be a trilogy. Trilogy. I mean, yeah. Nobody knew what Star Wars was going to do, and then it took. Over it was. The world. It was actually. Watch the Empire of Dreams documentary. George Lucas says he goes. I started writing the treatment. It started out as forty pages to send to the studios. All the studios passed on it. Fox said, "Okay, we want more though. Give us, give us, you know, give us a whole outline or whatever." Yeah. He said he started writing, started writing, and writing. About a month later, he came up with over a thousand pages of treatment. And he yeah. said, "Okay, I've gotten, I've got, okay, I've gotten too much on here. They're never going to put this into one movie." Right. He goes, "You know what? I'll put it into three. I'll make." He's even said this on on, on camera. He goes, "Star Wars is, is three different three one act, or three act plays." Right. And all that he took, he said he took the first third of the script, made that the first movie, and all that. He said he, you're right though. He didn't know the first movie was going to be successful. He yeah. goes, but he made an agreement with the studio. He goes, you know, you know what? You can have. He goes, you can have this. You can have this. He goes, you whatever and all that. He goes, but I want all the merchandising rights, and I want the right. I want the right to be able to make the sequels if they're successful and all that. And the studio was right. like, okay. He was a smart businessman. Mm-hmm. I'm always. That's going to be my question. If I ever meet George Lucas, on because at that time in seventy whatever. Before '77, uh, a director getting merchandising rights was unheard of. Yeah, I've seen that in documentaries. You know, he started writing. That's the only. That's like going to be one of the first questions. He I started writing the story for uh, other than Star Wars in 1969. He was still in college. Yeah, when he was still in college, his senior year in college, he was writing the uh, the story for Star Wars, like the little bitty like. And back then, it was called uh, the, the Adventures of Star Killer, Episode One. Yeah, and yeah. all that. But, and um, Han Solo was a green alien. Right. <laughs> I mean, even the actors, when they were on set, they were like, okay, what is this? Oh, yeah. they had no idea. Yeah. And of course, you know, then you get, you get into post, and yeah. it becomes this yeah. thing. Mark Hamill said on a, a British TV show, he goes, no, we didn't know what we were making. He goes, I was standing on a, a fake spaceship with a big hairy dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So we're going to head over into uh, comic book news with Carter. All so right. I'm very excited this about this. Carter, uh, oh, oh, can I make one more comment before you go on? One, one more comment. Okay. Quick, quick. Uh, Mark Hamill's on uh, the Graham Norton show, which is a British show and everything. He asked him about the, you know, like, you know, you got you had to hold on to the secret of the big cliffhanger for the twist in Empire Strikes Back for how long? He's like a year and a half. He goes, what was that like finding out Vader was your dad? He goes, I was in my trailer. Irving Kirshner came up to me. He goes, okay, we got some changes we're going to make to this next coming scene. He goes, originally on the script, it had been written by George. And the thing goes, he goes, you don't know the truth. Obi-Wan killed your father. Like, that was supposed mm-hmm. to be the big twist. Like, Obi-Wan was the deceitful one. Yeah. But, Irvin and uh, Kirshner and Lawrence Kasdan changed it, and George didn't like it at first. He didn't like the fact of Vader being his father. Really? But he accepted it. Yeah. And, and he goes, we're going to shoot it like this. He goes, when he says, uh, no, you don't know the truth and all that, he goes, I am your father. Mark was like, what? He goes, is, is that true? And, and he, goes, he goes, he goes, he tells you to search your feelings. He goes, yes, you search your feelings, and it's true and all that. He goes, it would explain everything about why the Emperor cares so much about you, why he's so invested in you and all that, why the Force is so strong with you. And Mark was like, he goes, okay. He said they shot it just like that. He said when they shot it, James Earl Jones, was he was doing the voice, was like, nah, come on. <laughs> 
But that's how that's how it went down. I think they said they it, it was originally written. Obi Wan was supposed to be the the real bad guy. Like he had, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they said no, no. He needs to be the mentor. He needs to be the mentor and all that. That would be the twist right there. That and, way, and, the know, only people that knew when the movie came out were those three. Luke. The, the director and George, and, and, and that's well, what he, and, uh, oh, James yeah. Earl, and that's what he told him and everything. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, he goes. Um, if it gets out, he goes, then we'll know that you're the one that told him because we didn't. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. We have this new segment that I'm introducing to the show, yeah. uh, and it's comic books with right. Carter, and I'm really <laughs> excited because I love comics and. You know, I really think cool. that um, anybody that likes the superhero movies like we do and the Star Wars, and yeah, yeah. I feel like they should also start getting involved with comics too, to, to know the history, to know the lore, and kind of right. see where things come from and, and okay. how they translate from uh, book to screen, essentially. Yeah. So, okay. Carter, go ahead, take us off. Well, uh, I think if, if we're going to get started with this segment, we need to get my origin story. Absolutely. Where I come from. Yep. Uh, I didn't start off with comic books, per se, uh, when I know about comic book characters. I grew up with the Super Friends cartoon oh, yeah. <laughs> from the 70s, yep. and uh, also watched the uh, Adam West uh, Batman. 1966? They show those reruns every day after I got out of school, and I just loved Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know it was a satire at the time, of course. But, you know. Is, it's a satire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a Very campy. <laughs> well, I know the campiness, but I figured that's because, it, well, it's 66. It's, it's not just because it's 66. They knew they were being silly. Okay. So. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, so that got me into superheroes. Uh, of course, along that time, Star Wars came out, so I was a big Star Wars fan from that. Yep. Kind of ties in there. Uh, and then... Probably when I was about 10 years old, I started reading comics. Sure. And I had local friends. Like a little kid again. I'm talking, sorry, talking to her. I had local friends uh, read comics for me and took me to the comic book shop. Sure. There's a, there's a local bookstore that sold comics. So I was like, well, I'll try a few, you know. And uh, I basically just bought the stuff that I could find all the issues for. Because back in those days, they didn't have trade paperbacks or digital. Right. So you couldn't get the complete story unless you had all the issues so in front of you. Let me ask you this. What was your first comic that you you bought or you read? First one I bought. That you remember? That I remember. Uh, actually, it was a, they did an Indiana Jones series from Marvel called The Further Adventures of Indiana Jones. Okay. And I didn't have every issue of that one that time. That's kind of what frustrated me at times. But that was one of the first ones I remember reading. Then I started with Firestorm. That's the first series I could get every issue. I think we have a logo of Firestorm right yeah. there. Yeah, you got the Firestorm the Nuclear Man. Yep. That was a great series. Uh, there was a, a TV show called V. Uh, back in the early 80s. Okay. And they made a comic series from it. It's only 18 issues, and I love that one. Really? And who and who, who developed V? Was it the Marvel or DC? It was a DC book. It was a DC, DC book. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure it didn't hold up right. to, to the day's standards, but at the time I loved it. And so eventually I migrated to Batman because Batman has always been my favorite character from the, from the cartoon and the TV show. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to give me all the all the comics from that uh, from that series because there was like at that time there's 400 and something Batman issues, sure. about 500 and something 
Detective Comics, which is the other main series. Okay. So I just got all I could and then just went from there. And when they introduced new series, I pick them up and just grew from there. Okay. That's awesome. That like I got chills listening to like <laughs> his origin story. You yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Andy? That what's your first comic that you ever re- read? Oh, man, I don't even know. Well, I mean, what's your origin story, too? Because, you know, you're, you're new to it's, the show. Uh, actually, it's it's real close to his because, you know, uh, and I miss Saturday morning cartoons. I think it's I think it's a crime that they don't have that anymore. But I watched Super Friends and all that other stuff. And uh, one of my favorite was uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Love that show. I remember that They, one. they had Iceman on that show, too. Yes, Iceman they did. and Firestar. Yep. That, wasn't Firestar? She was. That's where she started, and then they made her into a comic. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. But um. And the Fantastic Four cartoon was out. Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch that one that much, but um. Uh, I, I would buy my. I, I was you know, a kid. I would go to Seven Eleven and have the comics and the things, and I just go wow. through them. Seven Eleven sold yes. comics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was like, uh, like where the DVDs are and stuff now. Like it was kind of like, like that back then. They like they had like a little little thing, like a little. Disc really? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know that. You're still think, man. I know I was into <laughs> G.I. Joe and the Transformers because it was cartoons. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. The mid-80s there. Yeah. yeah. I, I could get into the Transformers for the G.I. Joe show. I could. I don't, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I could get into I love G.I. Joe, too. Dude, um, the one with the weather dominator, that's the best one. It was like a three-parter or something. Yeah, maybe so. It was a couple of hours long over Saturday mornings. Right. But, um... I remember seeing, and I don't remember what issue it is, but uh, it was Uncanny X-Men. It was the fairy tale. I was telling you about this yeah, the other day. Yeah. The fairy tale one where uh, Peter's uh, reading or, or telling his sister, uh, Iyana, uh, uh, a bedtime story or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, eventually the comic takes over the, uh, the, the, the story and, like, Kitty Pride is in, like, a pirate outfit mm-hmm. and, and the, the jet turns into a dragon and, they, and Nightcrawler's a little... Little Elf or something. Okay. Do you remember that one? They, I think no. it was in the Claremont uh, era, but I remember yeah. that was one of the first X Men that I saw it, and it just grabbed my eye just because it was it was on there. Yeah. But um, I couldn't tell you the first one I bought. But I was when I got in, it was real kitty. I remember I had like Power Pack and oh, yeah, like GI Joe and Transformers and stuff, uh-huh. and then I got into like X Men and Spider Man was always. My I heard that uh, the new Bumblebee movie is actually reminiscent of the old Transformers oh, yeah, cartoons, like the styles and everything, yeah. the way they make the the way they look, uh, make um, the planets and all that look. Yeah, like I heard, it looks like it looks like the original cartoon kind of style stuff, which I still ain't seen it. Bumblebee. It's good, man. It's I mean, it's not. The, the typical I don't yeah. know if it was Michael Bay or whoever no it was a, uh, uh, Travis Knight one that did uh, Kubo and the Two Strings yeah but I mean there's explosions and stuff but it's like yeah. Transformers with a heart yeah that's the way I say it anyway so back to you Carter yes um, so you now work at Bankston's Bankston's yeah so how Our did local you local comic shop here. yeah the local comic shop in Waco which is it's every time I go in there it's yeah. like nerd overload yeah I love <laughs> Yeah, we've been here for almost 35 years now. Okay. Started in 1985. Uh, I first started going there when my grandparents, my parents would take me. Yeah. Because we lived, you know, a couple miles away from there. But uh, I went to another shop that was a little bit closer to me. I used to walk, be able to walk to that one. Okay. Growing up. Uh, but yeah, I've been working at Bankston's for about three years now, and it's kind of 
been insightful from seeing things from the other side. Sure. The counter, you know. Yeah. So, uh, it's been a real experience so far. Okay. That, so, okay. When you say it's like a, um, it's a real ex- experience and, and seeing um, what it's like on the other side of the counter. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel when you see people like us walk in there or you see people going to grab their first comic? They've never read anything before yeah. and, and they go to get their first comic. How does that make you feel working in that environment and, and being a part of this world? How does it make me feel? Good question. Is it like, oh gosh, do we have, you know? It really just depends on the person. It depends on how how approachable they are. You know, sometimes people are in there and they they just want to be left alone. They just want to want to be able to browse. They want to be able to, you know, get what they want and get out. And then there's certain people who don't know what they want, and you keep suggesting things. And at certain points, you kind of like, well. You gotta pick. You gotta or, pick or whatever. Yeah, here's my. I don't know what else. I, what else to tell you? I've fallen into that a little bit. <laughs> I have been like, oh shit. But I'm sorry. Plus, there's been you know, mothers or grandmothers come in. They're buying for their kids or grandkids, and you know, it's uh, it's worrying to kind of guide them into getting something they want. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer. Um, and also, you guys spoke earlier. New comics used to come out on Fridays, yeah, and now it comes out on when? Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah, it's all due to uh, there's been different distributors for comics back in the 80s and 90s. There was more than one distributing company. Right now, there's only one. Okay. It's called Diamond Comics, and so they've kind of got their routine. They've got their uh, distributorship uh, where they want it. And right. Is, uh, is in line to get there on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, and so tomorrow is Wednesday, and when you're probably listening to the show, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Depends on how uh, how fast I can get this. You know what I just thought about? Yeah. Knowing that they changed it to Wednesday, not you. Y'all going to look at me crazy. I wonder if that has anything with the Joker being released tomorrow, the trailer. Comic book day. <laughs> Oh, wow. New, new DC stuff coming out, possibly. I mean, yeah. what else do we have to look forward to for this week? Nothing really is being released. No, I'm just wondering if they rele- they're releasing the trailer tomorrow because it's comic book. It's possible. Because I mean, comic books come out. So so what what comes out tomorrow? What comes out tomorrow? Well, I'll just kind of give you... Uh, I have what's on my uh, pull list. Uh, I've got 20 books coming out tomorrow. Jesus. <laughs> and this is a huge week for me. I mean, there's, there's two Superman books. Uh, there's a Batman book called Curse of the White Knight that's really good. Okay. Uh, and there's also a Batman Superman crossover book that's starting. Sure. Uh, there's also Detective Comics, which is another Batman title. Uh, Flash. Uh, there's one called Jughead The Hunger versus Vampironica. Ooh. Ar- Archie's got a really great uh, horror series going. Archie? Um, yeah, Archie. Really? Yeah. So um, Veronica's now a vampire. And Jughead, <laughs> okay. Jughead's a uh, werewolf. I can see I can see Jughead being the werewolf. Yeah. I can see that. So that's a really good series. There's also one called uh, Red Sonja Vampirella meets Betty and Veronica. 
<laughs> now, is it is it almost like um, the Scooby Doo apocalypse stories? A little it, bit. That, yeah, it has that. It's a little out of continuity. Just kind of just some crazy stories and stuff. Right. And uh, they started off with a book called Afterlife with Archie, which was like a zombie yeah. apocalypse hits uh, Riverdale, which was really fun. <laughs> are, are you a Riverdale fan? Yeah. No? You, not the show, but like the the Archie comics. Archie. I no. should say Archie. No, really, don't follow it. Yeah, I never, never really read Archie growing up. You know, so I was like, I read a little bit, yeah. but it kind of seemed to, um, uh, I, I don't want to say prestige, but to um, goody goody. Like it, it's too much of a too clean my, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, just, it doesn't seem like it evolved well with the times. Now I could be wrong. There's probably diehard Archie fans out there. Oh, there are. There are. Are I they really? I've met a couple. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Everybody keeps telling me to check out uh, the boys. The boys is really good. Yeah. Sorry, I, I just got distracted for a minute because my on the laptop that we're streaming to essentially mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi popped up. So. Depending on whenever we're done, I could just sit here, edit, and upload. Cool. So, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, also wanted to mention one other book. One of my favorite indie books is called The Sender. Okay. Uh, it's by one of my favorite writers named Jeff Lemire. And he's done, and he, every story he creates, he, he crafts a really uh, direct and... Great story. Sure. Everything I've read so far has been spectacular. I mean, okay. He's more of an indie writer from Canada, and he first started off with uh, DC, but now he's branching off into Image Comics. Uh, he's done. He's doing a horror series uh, called Gideon Falls, which is really good. Okay. Uh, he's got one with Dark Horse called Black Hammer. It's kind of like a Justice League is trapped in limbo. Sure. Which is a really, really that sounds. Fun story. Didn't the didn't the Justice League two? That actually does sound pretty. Justice League step uh, stuck in limbo. Yeah. That would uh-huh. be interesting to see. But didn't the Justice League two also just uh, do a roll off? Not a roll off, but um. Uh, what do you call what do you call it when Cross- everybody crossover? I don't know if it was a crossover, but they touched on the horror film elements. I remember seeing the cover arts for. Um, a bunch of the superhero comics, Justice League, I think it was. Like uh-huh. Superman was, was it Superman was the nun? Oh, you might be thinking of Deceased. There's a, there's a, a six issue series called Deceased. Where, okay. Uh, they get taken over by a virus and become zombies. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to read that so bad. It's really good. Is it? Yes. Okay, so I gotta come. I gotta check that out. Marvel has a thing like that too, don't they? Yeah, Marvel they, Zombies. Marvel Zombies. They've yeah. done several iterations of that. Yeah. And now DC's finally gotten, but they have. They're, on, they're having a little twist to it, so Are I don't, don't want to give that away. I just wanted to shoot in there that uh, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch was in the Archie universe, wasn't she? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's where she made her first appearance, right? Yeah. Right. She, right now, she and, and Archie are, are dating. Really? At the moment. Yeah. So, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about um, talk about that. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Did anybody watch the Netflix show of Sabrina? Yes. Yes. 
I watched part, the first season. Part of it was dark. Love it. It's good. Yeah. I've, I'm, Love it. Do you want to come join us and talk to it? No. Okay. <laughs> come on, come over, come talk with us. So was I? I, I don't want to sound like a perv or anything, but she's supposed to be 16, right? Yeah. 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 Why is she stepping out of the tub naked? Why do we see that in the first episode? What have I, what have I been missing, man? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, what? I don't think so. You can't, you can't see anything, but no. you see her walking away, and it's well, kind of like. Take baths, no I've, I've heard it's pretty dark. I've heard a lot of people say that it it's is. no, it is no kids show. It is not, a, not kid a kids show. show. No. no. It's completely different from like what we grew up watching. Come over, come <laughs> over, come sit with us. Well, that was also ABC Family. So oh yeah, that is. <laughs> but I, I, I really wanted to get involved with the Sabrina the Te- Teenage Witch uh, Netflix show. But the problem I had with it was I watched the first couple episodes and I was dealing with her 16th birthday, right? And she had to do something for the underworld, am I correct? Yeah, she had yeah. to sign the book. Right. Satan's book. It kind of just, as they were talking about that and the kind of gearing up in the show, I kind of think it went a little off rail. Maybe? Am I wrong? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's supposed to be a little bit darker, and I like I like the the dark humor in it because it's like like if they would say, "Oh my God," they would say, "Oh my Satan," "Oh my or, Satan," or, "Oh yeah. my devil," or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and and that that appeals to my dark humor thing that I've got going on. I feel like they stuck to it, like. She's young, so she's definitely just going through her options. Like you, right. at that age, you really don't know what you want. So I think it really is just showing like the decisions that she has in small pizza in the wings. Oop, right over here. That's gonna be the podcast. Oh no, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> it's free. Uh, it's free marketing. Oh, do I need to put some of these together? Uh, the salad and the focaccia. No, yeah, it yeah. together. Okay. Yeah. Oh, on the, on that, on this one still. Or separate? No, separate. Oh. Separate. Okay, cool. So, this is pizza and wings. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. Uh, pizza <laughs> wings. That's all I have on that chip. Yeah, that's that one. That part? Okay, yeah. cool. Chef's out of Yeah, Yeah, that's me. That's that me. That one? Okay, cool. Thank you. No problem. No, sorry about that. And then just some more things. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Grayson. Go ahead. And Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, what is what is your take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the new show? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Chilling Adventures. Y'all watch y'all y'all watch a lot of TV. Netflix. Netflix. So streaming. Okay. Yeah. What is y'all's favorite show right now? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I have a lot Atypical. of Atypical. I love Atypical. It's kind of hard to be. Okay. I think. Cartoon? Tuka and Birdie. Yes, what? Tuka and Birdie. But they canceled, canceled it. Oh. Yeah. Why? But it had yeah, a... Yeah, Netflix has a, a, a bad habit of doing and that. And Tiffany Haddish. I feel like it's because women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, what is y'all's favorite show in the last couple of years? <laughs> canceled or not? Orange Adventure Time. Black. Huh? Orange is the New Black. Uh, I've heard that's a good show. <laughs> it is. I've seen a couple episodes. They it were pretty. Is. They were pretty interesting. Yeah. I watched the first two or three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I. I, I what about you? <laughs> Last three years, anything canceled? Even if it's been canceled. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Am I included in oh, this? Um, 
You know me, baby. The novella. What is it? Oh, Jane, Jane the, the Virgin. Virgin. Oh, okay. That she was my shit. Okay. So, I don't want to go too much of an obvious one. <laughs> so, Carter, uh, real quick, I notice you have this lovely pamphlet right here. Yes. The uh, DC Universe. What What is going on in this, real quick? Well, with this book, uh, every month, DC and all the companies uh, put out what they're coming out with in about three months or so. This, so, this is stuff that come out in November. Okay. And tomorrow you'll be able to purchase the, the magazine. It's called Previews Magazine. Sure. This is included along with a Marvel's preview. Uh, all the indie companies will have their, you know, page of what's coming out along with toys and manga and things like that. Okay. So for Grayson and his lovely wife over here, if they were to step into Bankson's tomorrow uh-huh. to buy a comic book, what would you, uh, uh, um, uh, what would you gear? Them, what direction would you gear them? Keep in mind, they like the Joker, okay. they like Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, they're not big on. I like Archie comics. Archie comics? You like Archie? There's I love actually Archie. There's, okay. There's actually a Sabrina series right we should now. Have oh them, my gosh! We should have brought really? them in for the conversation about the Joker yeah. trailer. I, I've been trying to get them involved, but nobody wanted <laughs> I to come over. Have seen the trailer? The first one? The first trailer. The first yeah, trailer came out in April. I haven't seen any of them. Now I was going to, I was going to upload the Joker trailer, really? but what? I know. I felt like I should have watched it before coming. It's all right. Oh, hold can on. I backtrack a little bit? Um, as far as the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, hey, is there a way you can pull it up on the thing? The Joker? The Were first Joker trailer for her? The second season? Or, sorry. Yeah, I can pull it up on my computer afterwards. Really? Huh? I, I can pull it up on here after this. I don't know what episode I'm on. Okay. I, just, I don't know. It seems like to drag. Because the second one's dropping like I couldn't get into it. Because oh, okay. it comes out in a month. It comes out like a month or a month and a half. I really remember what episode October 4th. Yeah. It comes out October 4th. Real quick, where did Tristan go? To the car. She said she wanted to be joining her. Yeah, she said she. Yeah, she said she wanted to go out to the car for a little bit. She was whispering to me when we were talking. Oh, is she going to vape? She's. She's going. There she is. Okay. See, you brought her up so she can't. You conjured her. (laughs) You're a magician. He's like, what's she doing? I like panic because I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Yes, because they were talking about. Oh my gosh. They got them involved in TV talk. Sabrina, what? The Chilling Adventures. I'm so confused. What is that? Ew! Ew! You want to over here for Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No. But I, we're... we're like well, they were talking about TV show. I don't remember what we were talking about. The one that we're talking about. It's pretty good. There you go. We were talking about something. We're talking about Archie, and then I interjected about, you know, because he was talking about the... I don't know what they call the crossovers or whatever, but the, the, it's only the Vampirella, Vampirella yeah, what Ar- is Archie that? stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I just want to be like, That's yeah, gross. you know, Sabrina but the so, Teenage Witch was... Oh, like, yeah, that, and the Dom Star talking about it. Thank you, you guys. So if you guys hear a lot of beeping, that's because... You're a robot. Yeah, and my computer is, like, getting tired on me, but that's okay. My computer is old. I've had it since... I was in eighth grade, it's so like it's like, thick. yeah, you two like that? Thick. You like so that? I'm, I'm assuming your favorite Joker is probably Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, real fast. Who's your favorite? We got Judgment. a favorite ever. Why? You're gonna, I'm gonna get a look for this. I wasn't sure what you were doing out of the corner. Of my I actually like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I, don't, Jack Nicholson I don't like Jack Nicholson. The only, the only reason 
I saw that look. He's <laughs> like, wait, time out, time out. Before we go back to the Joker, we'll have plenty I of time to go back. Question. Okay, that we got, was we got, so mean. We gotta finish with Carter. Okay. We're still in his segment. We're still in his segment. Still in his segment. I added in and I just okay. derailed the whole thing. Sorry. The new guy sucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> wait, who sucks? <laughs> I do. I'm oh. the new guy. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so let's just talk about if they come in the store and they right. want to find something to read. Yeah. Oh, that's what you have to tell you. I will suggest they look around the store first. Okay. Yeah, check out all the books. Uh, there's a huge wall of the new because everything's in sections, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're divided up mostly by company. Uh, we got a large back issue bin that can go through that. We have graphic novels. Uh, we've got manga. So. Sorry. What? What's that ticking noise? Oh, that's me. Oh my gosh! I'm like, sorry. I, I, I'm like hearing this ticking noise. It's her keychain. Poor Carter. <laughs> sorry. No, I, I, I was listening to what you were saying, but this ticking noise was coming through, so it was like a thousand times louder. I thought my laptop was gonna blow up on me, so that's why I took the headphones off and I was making sure anybody else hear that ticking noise. Yeah, it was me. I'm sorry, Carter. Go back. Okay. Okay. Sorry, that made me panic for a minute. Like, am I hearing something? <laughs> Then I'm about to end all like of our lives. It's an old school ball with the kick, kick, What, Star Wars? Yeah, they have... They no, 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 I was saying, I'm, I'm glad that Bankston's has their own Star Wars section. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 uh-huh. Idea for when the show's over to talk. But we'll all just right. go from there. I'm so, sorry. have them look around the store first, see if there's something that interests them. And, and let them ask questions. Tell me what your favorite genre is, you know. What characters you like, uh, what kind of stores you like. Okay. And I can kind of guide you where to go from there. Sure. Okay. They brought up Archie, or was it just. You yeah. like Archie? You don't? Oh, never mind. Now, Comics. maybe you can, as, as a DC fan, maybe you can, and you can tell me this because outside of The Killing Joke, there's no comics, just Joker. Featured in it, well, is there? There was a series in the 70s called The Joker. It was like probably 10 to 12 issues, maybe yeah, something it was like old. that. It was old. It was very, I'm sure it's very campy compared to today. Uh, uh, it was probably close to the Caesar Romero type yeah, comic key. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And then in 2009, there was a Joker graphic novel, which is really good. Really? It's a lot like Heath Ledger Joker. He's kind of a gangster, but it's not it's not Jerry Leto. He's a gangster. Right. What would that one call it? Just Joker or? It's called Joker. Huh. It came out and, in like 2008 and, or 2009. And uh, right off the top of your head, are you able to tell me if you have that in Bankston's right now? Yeah, we got at least four copies that I know of. Okay. Off the top of my head. All right. So I got to remember that when I come in because I love the Joker. He's a good character. He's insane, but there's really no, that I know of, other than what you just told me, like there's no story around just the Joker. You know, there's comics of Catwoman, which my wife leaves, uh, uh, loves and reads. Leaves. Leaves, sorry. I put, I put, I put, I put love and reads together. Leaves, so. Leaves. But I mean, I think it'll be interesting, especially with the Joker, this Joker movie coming out. Uh-huh. You're gonna, I'm sure with every big comic book movie that comes out, there's always a flood of people that come through the doors looking to read a comic that's... Especially with Avengers movies. Right. Yeah. So, 
with this, my question is, with this Joker movie coming out, is there a specific comic that you would like to um, guide the average Joe into that? But like, okay, here's yes, my choices are pretty limited with the Joker. I mean, he, as far as him just being the central character, I mean, he appears in a lot of the great Batman stories. Right, but you know, people might have to have a little more background on what. Batman's about. Sure. Okay. All right. What's the darkest one? The darkest one? Uh, like, like the most, like the most disturbing one. Killing, the killing joke. Killing joke. Probably. And just the psychological, or that, or Arkham Asylum. There's one called Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I've read. I've actually read some of that one. Yeah, I've, I've met both the writer and the artist from that one. Wow. Yeah. So. Ooh, excuse me. Sorry. Arkham Asylum, is that the one you showed me the other day with, like, the trippy artwork? Yes. yes. Okay. It's Grant Morrison writing and Dave McKean doing the art. All right. So I got to check that out and read that because I kind of want to really sink my teeth it's into the show. It's almost like a crazy person drawing it or writing it. Okay. I, quick question. <laughs> Sorry. One thing I hate, and I don't know if uh, you guys hate this. And my wife told me to suck it up, buttercup, and just deal with it. And because I was about, I tell you the same thing. I was about to give up on the recent Daredevil. Jesus Christ, this made me so fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I texted you, and I was like, "What the hell? Why do they?" Joel did not do the artwork. Okay, but it's still in the same style, and the coloring is very uh, DC esque, and it's very noir, which is fine. But in the recent Daredevil, the new Daredevil run that I'm reading up until issue 10. If issue 1 through 9 was a specific drawing yeah. and done a certain way and colored, and now in issue 10, they all of a sudden they change artists and, and color. Sometimes it's scheduling, sometimes the artist was only, you know, licensed to do so many issues. You know. Okay. Satisfied now? Really? It doesn't uh, take uh, away from the story. Just read the damn comic. No, I know, but it kind of threw me for a loop because at first, when I was in the store, I was flipping through it, and I was like, wait, what? What's what's going on? Maybe I thought, like, the way it was printed, and then as I did more research, it, I realized that... You, you rarely see an artist stick with a book for a really long time. Really? Yeah, that's, that's just the business these days, except for... Like Walking Dead, the artists for Walking Dead did most of them, except for like the first six to eight issues. Yeah, I, I have noticed the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Um, it's just like a rock band. <laughs> rock band's music changes over time. Well, yeah. Look at Linkin Park; they were really hard when they first came out, and now they're really poppy. <laughs> That's true. Andy's question earlier. Okay. About digital comics. Okay. What is your take on it? Uh, well, people thought that digital comics were going to take over, that paper would be dead, and it's more and more people are going back to the paper comics. Uh, people like to hold comics. Uh, they I'm like old to, school. I like paper. I like, like to, to flip through touch. the paper. Yeah. And the experience is a little bit different when watching on the screen because you can zoom out on one panel or whatever. So it's a little bit, a little bit jarring that way. You don't get to see the whole, whole page and see where how it flows. When it comes to digital, if it's uh, Blu-ray or comic book, mm-hmm. I'm at first, especially with Blu-rays and DVDs, right? I, I was very, um, I, I don't want this, you know. There's there's no need to have 
a digital copy. Oh my gosh, that ticking noise. It's so loud in my ears, just so you know. But when, when, anytime I got like a Blu-ray or DVD, I got the digital copy and I threw it away because I was like, I'm not going to support this. I'm not going to support it. Now I'm dumb because I'm older. I have nieces and nephews and not that they would destroy the, the copy of yeah. the Blu-ray, but God forbid that Blu-ray gets scratched or oh, right. I lose yeah. it. I have that digital copy yeah. where I can pull it up on this phone right here and I can right. go and watch the movie if I want to tune out my wife. I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. She tunes me out on with Jenna Marbles and all that stuff. But what? Uh, what? Jenna Marbles. It's, oh. it's a YouTube. Now, I'm kind of like starting to fall into that same feeling with comic books. I love having my trades. Right. You know that I come in and I buy the trades. Mm-hmm. My wife is... I, I've been reading comics longer than her, but she's just now starting to get me on the single the single so issues. The single issues, yeah. Which I hate, but at the same time, I love because I get to flip through. I don't get right. to... Right, the problem is, right now we're in such a... Um, Not a digital age, but at the same time, a uh, um, we have to binge watch, essentially. So when I get that comic, that trade issue comic, right, and I hate that. I want to be able to have that trade in my hand and just read the whole story, right, and go for it, and come back in two weeks later and ready to buy the next trade issue. But with that single issue that she's been buying or having me buy, I've kind of slowed down a little bit. And I'm actually really liking that. That I'm able to. I think to it's that. good to have a mixture, though. I mean, I'm reading both single issue comics and trades. I go back and read stories that I missed. Uh, right. I'm reading old stories. I've read 1940s and 50s Batman. What's that like? It's just him beating up gangsters mostly. <laughs> <laughs> it's about all it is. Occasionally, he run against the Joker or, or the yeah. Penguin or the Catwoman. Let, let me ask you all a question real quick. The Netflix shows that y'all watch, are they all, all at once, or do they spread them out? Netflix. Are they bingers, or are they, <laughs> like, Stranger Things, do they show they're all bin- at once? Okay. Or do- they're they're binge them all but it's like, time. I don't want to finish it yet, so I'm going to watch another But it's, so is most of the shows on Netflix, they all come, like, right there in once and all that, anything, or do they spread some of them out? Like, whenever, in terms of where do they, they release when they release it? Yeah, when they release yeah. it, yeah. Because um, that's why I don't like Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things, but that's why I don't like the format. It takes a long time for it to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Almost everything on Netflix is just. Yeah, and I there. wish Stranger Things would have been spread out. I wish it would have yeah. been one episode every week, like, like Game of Thrones, because that would have been so much. You would have been off the bit of the hype and all that. And it would have the, been so D- awesome. the DC it's Universe so streaming service. It is. It is. But have see, you, now nobody's talking about did, it. Wait, 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 time out. Have, did, you, have you seen the DC Universe streaming out? Did it die yet? No, no it's great. What What about what about um? Uh, <laughs> what What is it? Uh, the swamp thing. Swamp right? thing. Did they cancel it? Is it, it done or they, is it, they continue? It they canceled it before it, was, it started. They, they canceled it to one episode. <laughs> there was ten episodes that came out. They aired all ten episodes. They didn't air them all. You couldn't get them all at one time. Yeah. Every week they released one. Yeah. The first, well, the first one. Yeah, the first one aired, and then they canceled the whole thing, and then they released the rest of it. Yeah. And everybody was like, "What the heck?" I think there's a possibility of comeback. DCU is 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 they do that. They release it like once yeah. a week. That's why they started. Really, a week. They yeah. started with heard, Titans. Titans yeah. was the first series. I heard Doom Patrol's really good. Oh, Doom Patrol's awesome. Brandon Fraser, right? 
Yes. How, how is he? Is he good? He's awesome. awesome. He's, he's, he's kind of set up a storm. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I need to check out the boys. Everybody says the boys is really good. Yes, the boys is excellent. I don't have Amazon. Just a quick shout out. That's on Amazon, right? That's on Amazon. Yeah. The uh, the new season of Titans is September the 6th. Season yep. 2 comes out. Starts to come out. And oh, on uh, DCU. Well, the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan will be weekly. It comes out. It's coming out next week. What? It. Sorry. It comes Chapter out next two, week. It. I get to we get to see it on <laughs> the fifth. I need to see the first up. Uh, I've never I'm, seen the first one. Seen the first one. Yet. The first one, dude. If you're into the '80s, like I'm into the '80s, the first one is awesome. I'll, I'll watch I anything love, '80s. I love it. Uh, nostalgia. I'm, I'm kind of worried about, about the part second one. Of this. It's getting a lot yeah, of mixed yeah, reviews. Yeah, yeah. It chapter one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. set in the '80s. Some people are saying kids, it's way too long, and it's awesome. I love it. I was terrified of that movie. The first it? one? What? Really? A, I was literally. Has anybody child read the book? Have you read the book? I've oh, yeah. I read the whole book. I read the whole book. But I like love in, the movies uh, now. Middle school. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I heard the book is so fucked up. I was so mad. Like, it's messed up. Like, there's supposed to be a part of the book where she. All right, guys, real quick. So, we're heading into the two hour mark. Cool. Really? Yeah, we're heading into the. like 30 minutes. The two hour mark. it's two hours. So we're at, we're clocking in at a minute and forty se- uh, an, an hour, hour and forty minutes. Thank you. An hour and forty minutes. That would have been really bad. So we're at an hour and forty minutes in. I know it seems like longer, but it's it doesn't really to me. Really? You said it yeah. was two hours. We're we're om- we're almost at two hours. We're going into our <laughs> mail really sack segment. All right, so we have questions up on the board. So I sent on a mass text message and uh, email, and I had people message us. And the first question uh, of the day comes from my cat rules the world. We have to pee. It's right down. You know where it is. What? Okay. Okay. So the first question comes from my cat rules the world, and. No, no, y'all like, you ever seen Star Wars? Never in my life. Oh, God. <laughs> That's okay. I'm hurt. I'm a little hurt. It shows red. Okay, so who, who, wants to, who wants to read out the questions? Let me okay. ask you this. Ew. Do you want to read it, Tris? I do not. Okay. <laughs> all right, so I'll just go I'll ahead and read it. it. I'll read it. Chris, all right, Chris go ahead, Chris. Take us away. Dom and Yang, in the new footage of episode nine, it shows Ray with a dual red lightsaber. Do you think she is a Starkiller clone? What does that yes. Mean? Yes. I hope not. I don't understand. You hope not. Hold on, hold on. The, the question didn't say, do you want it to be? It says, do you think it will be? Because I'm with you. I don't want her to be a clone, but My I think she is. rules the world. <sighs> See, that's, that's a hard question because I don't know if I, she is or she isn't. I just that's what I'm saying. But the, they're asking, do you think she is? I'm going to say no. They're going to say no. I yeah. think that's what they're going to do, but I'm with you. I don't want her to be a clone. Right. How about you, Carter? <sighs> I'm going to be mad, but... I'm just open up to whatever it is. Okay. As long as it's executed right. Yeah. As right. long as they do it right. As long as it makes sense. It's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and pull up our next question. So it should pop up in about three, two, one. There it is. Carter. Okay. Oh, Carter, we got yeah. a question for you. So uh, do you want to continue reading, Chris? All right. Carter, welcome read, to read, the show. Read, read out the name. Oh, and who's oh about. good Lord. Force user 93. Carter, welcome to the show. Can't wait until we say welcome back, Carter. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. I've never heard that before. My question for you is, I'm looking to get into really? the reading comics. I love DC and Marvel, but with so much history, I'm not sure where to uh, begin. DC. Thanks. Okay, so you pick, pretty pick, much... Pick one from each one, DC and Marvel. Where do you okay. think would be a good starting point on each one? Uh, Batman. 
Uh, start with the new 52 run. Okay. And we have all the collected crates for that. So when, it, when we can find the full story, definitely start with that. Uh, with Marvel, gosh, that's, that's a tough one because I'm not as familiar with it. I would probably something with Spider-Man. You know? Spider-Man? Something Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man, but... I just been on a daredevil kick. I just, yeah. I just, I think his storytelling is a lot better than Spider-Man's storytelling right now. I would say I don't know. This is just a personal bias, but as far as Marvel goes, I really love pretty much anything Chris Claremont did. I don't know if he's even in there, but he, well, he, he, did, some, he did New Mutants and he did uh, X-Men, and I'm not sure what else all he did. Right. But. There it is. <laughs> oh, try to trash Tristan. What's up, girl? Miss you on the show. Where are your where, when are you selling the housewife? <laughs> housewife Jenna. No. Because Chris didn't read the, the username. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 Housewife Jenna. <laughs> sorry. Says Mass production of the Housewife blanket is coming. They're going to be 70 whole dollars. <laughs> and I'm making them at home. And what are you, the really? housewife blanket? Yeah. Oh my God! Show them the commercial. The housewife. I have to okay. see if I still. No, don't show them the commercial. Oh, we can play it on the show. Oh, we Hold can on. do it another time if you want to. Wait, no, we we <laughs> okay. we can do this. Let me find it real quick. I asked, I think the I user should have asked and everything. What's up with Betty White? Yo. <laughs> oh yeah, I had to finish that story. I don't know what that is. I thought that question went a completely different (laughs) direction because I didn't know what the housewife blanket was. Oh my god! But I thought I thought the question was like, when are you gonna get rid of Dom? (laughs) Wow! (laughs) I'm sorry. No offense, bro. It's just that's it's like coming in, coming in as the new guy. I read that and was like, when are you selling the housewife blanket? That's like, oh my god! All right, that is horrible. Okay. Hold on. I missed it. What did you say? Okay, Chris? all right. So here, here, here's the housewife blanket. So everybody, everybody can, uh, everybody okay, can hear. Tell me like, it's so close to All right, here we go. I'm singing it. Don't. Play it for you. If, you, if you're, were you able to see it? Okay. I got drunk. And I yeah, I saw it. This is the housewife blanket. And it doubles as Jedi robes if you, you get it in the brown color. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when, yeah, when, yeah. when are you gonna mass produce it? It's gonna be seventy whole dollars and what? Whenever I run for president in twenty thirty-five. And the Jedi version <laughs> is a hundred dollars instead of seventy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have your number in there. It's under as a V Nessa. Maybe whatever. Oh, um. I can't work this one. You might be the one running. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? Banks has always been in the same spot, right? Oh, okay. I, 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 I had to save it on. Moved around. They used to be like be on. You're gonna watch my commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that little house that was next to the Seven Eleven oh, right go. there <gasps> on the corner. Chris Reed. Go. I'm not answering my own question. Okay. Right, so I'm going to uh, go. Are you uh, still? Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on. He's still. He's still talking. I'm sorry. 
Huh? Oh, I was you're, just talking to uh, um, Carter. Sorry, man. I, I have bad things on names. I, I had to ask him his name no, the day Jesus that I met him. <laughs> but um, Wait, I need a photo. It was like a little no, photo. I sent you shop. one. For your uh, contact. Yeah. I took a picture of uh, Grace and then put it as his contact. On the other side. I secretly like took it without him knowing. I secretly took it. I didn't get some like serious X Men number one. We're suing you. It was like an older dude, no skin, no. Of course, I was a kid. I had no idea. I rode okay. my bike over there, and I was like, well, how much you want for this X-Men number? Well, he told me some ungodly number, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, I'm a little kid. I'm just trying to – I'm not collecting comics. I'm just buying comics. All right, so uh, I think this is the last question. Can I read this? Go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're on our last question, I believe. And our last question is by who? Go ahead. Take it, Andy. This question comes from Chris Reed. Goat. Are you still done with Star Wars after Episode Nine? You can take yeah. some notes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Oh and, man, answer, answer it. Go. Come on. Go. After After Episode Nine comes out, yes, I am retiring from Star Wars. Um, I've been following Star Wars since I was five years old, and the Star Wars that I know had a narrative point to it, had storytelling, had everything involved that Star Wars should have, and what's been going on with Disney lately. They don't know what they're doing. They act like they don't care about the property no more. They just want to sell toys and make money. It was always supposed to be an independent thing. That's what George said. So I'm going to watch Obi-Wan. I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. But after Episode Nine comes out, any other Star Wars movies they make, I'll pass on them. What if they wow. come out with like a Rogue One-esque? Not not, no. not like a, a clone. Benioff and Weiss. But a, a good what? Benioff and Weiss are doing a trilogy. The Game of Thrones guys are yeah, doing okay. a trilogy. It's supposed to be Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> that one I might watch. The Ryan Johnson one? No. I'm definitely not going to do no. that one. No? <laughs> I know, I know, I, oh, this is going to be controversial. I know people like to shit on the idea that, you know, oh, who cares what the fans want? You should care what the fans want because they're the ones out there paying for the tickets that, you know, make your movie and all that. If, if all you want to do is just spit on what the fans think on it, then what the hell is the point of making movies in the first place? <laughs> you know, a lot of people, a lot of people were upset that Luke Skywalker died in Last Jedi. Spoiler alert. Dad bought dumb. But, I don't know. I love it too. That's why it's your name, Dad bought dumb. If they continue to make a bad product, you know, then... That's what I feel like they're doing right now. I feel like they're just... They're, uh, I'm, oh, Lord, this is really going to sound controversial. I don't even want to say this. <laughs> when have you shot away from being controversial? Oh, I'm only no, known I'm I'm, I'm, like, no, listen, listen oh, to the two days that I know Dom. I got females present. I don't want to say this. Oh, okay. What happened? What happened? What happened? He's shying away from being controversial, and that's what I said. All right, guys. So... We're at an hour and 50 minutes, I I, I so it, let's kind of just let's start wrapping things up. All right. Um, well, I don't know where you're going. All right, so we're going to start wrapping up, and we're going to go around the table. And at the end, I always like when I say, okay, everybody, say goodbye, everybody, and then everybody always says, goodbye, everybody. But we'll save that at the end, and we'll go from counterclockwise around the room. Oh and uh, uh, where can everybody find you on social media, man? W- plug yourself. Go ahead. I am Thirty only seconds. On Facebook, go. And I'm undercover on Facebook because when I started Facebook, I just was went in to cyberstalk my ex girlfriends. Just kidding. Just oh kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to say that for like two hours. Okay. <laughs> I thought that up yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm, I'm Joseph Crow on Facebook, and that's that's my social media person. And the reason that I got on. Facebook is undercover because I was totally against social media. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Carter, take it away, man. Where can everybody uh, find you? Well, 
I'm going to lead everybody to my Instagram account because that has more of my comic book stuff. Okay. I'm known on, under that one as Johnny Two Chips, the number two. Wow. Johnny oh. Two Chips. There's a story Johnny behind my. There's a story Johnny behind. We'll save that for. We'll save that for another day. Uh, trailer Trash, Tristan. Where can everybody find you, girl? Uh, <laughs> the worst <worst-y> fell. <laughs> She's an alien. So. Yeah. Wow. The real mom blanket. Can't find her. <laughs> Chris, how about you? Where can everybody find you? Uh, Chris Malik on Facebook, uh, Twitter, CJ uh, CJ Malik Movie God, and Instagram. I think it's the same oh thing. God. All right, guys, you know oh, where I you got can... it wrong. It was the real housewife blanket. There it is. Oh my God. That's All right, guys, sorry. you can find me at uh, uh, um, on the place Dom Chiota on Facebook. Uh, drop it like Dom. Instagram, drop it like Dom on uh, YouTube and Snapchat. So. Uh, and, be, and be sure to check out the final trailer for the Joker movie tomorrow morning released yes. by DC and all that Please. sometime around 9 or 10 in the morning. It'll so be it's online. Be awesome. Alright guys, that's the end of the show. Say goodbye everybody. Goodbye, goodbye everybody. everybody. May the awesome. force be with you. May the force be with you. And remember kids, Wookiees are friends, not food. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>